Johnny Minoxide, and I am joined this evening by the one and only Mr. Altskull. Konnichiwa, sir. Hey, konnichiwa. How you doing, man? Good, man. Good to be here again. Yes, always good to be here with you. Uh, man, um, this is going to be a fun one, but uh, how was your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was nice. I did a brisket instead of turkey this year because the meat guy, my meat supplier here in Japan, got brisket for the first time in five years. Aww. So went nuts with that. It was really good. Nice, nice. I'm over here complaining about having too much brisket to put left, too much leftover brisket to put in my chili. And you're like, Just, yeah, no, I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> Such a, such an American complaint, bro. Right. <laughs> I'll take it. Well, you take saw you saw the picture of the, the the chili I made, right? With the brisket. It was like, well, what, what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What what Dogbot would call stew because I put beans. In <laughs> Whatever. But uh, yeah, I had this huge flat of brisket that I couldn't finish from like last summer, right? And so I froze it and I made this chili out of it. But like, yeah, I, I know. So I feel bad. But I did my usual. Uh, herb butter turkey it was great yeah yeah I, I do usually do turkey but uh this time it was just such a rare occasion so i was like ah, i'll try this and i was very happy with it it was wonderful nice did you do it in the oven i did it on the grill the oh. weber oh nice very nice very nice yeah cool um yeah so now we're now we're on the downhill to christmas man the year. Yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming home for Christmas. First time in uh, years as well since the whole COVID bullshit. Oh, that's started. awesome, man! Are you bring, yeah. are you bringing everybody? I can't bring everybody. I'm bringing my eldest son, and uh, my youngest is going to have to wait just because of the certain certain situation we have. But I'm going to bring him um, shortly afterwards. Hopefully, okay. awesome. uh, hopefully I can come again maybe next summer. Okay. Well, maybe when we get everybody together in one of these times, that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm gonna try and make it down to uh, see Reinhardt as well. So, and in fact, it's almost guaranteed that I'm going to. So, I don't um, know. Maybe if you're free around that time, we yeah, can we'll too. see. What, we'll see what happens with that. That would yeah, be uh, awesome. Yeah, that's an, that's for an off-air conversation. All right. Yeah. <laughs> right on. So, speaking of on-air conversations, oh, what a you. Yes. Um, and I just forgot what I was going to say. No, I'm joking. Uh, we have a great one for everybody tonight. In case anybody knows, uh, Skull has become really good friends with a guy that we've been listening to for a while. Buddy Brian Staveley will be joining us this evening. Uh, I love listening to Brian on his show, man. He's 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 fun to listen to talk. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, he's coming on tonight. Um, he's very well known for the Mandela Effect. Um, you did you did a show with him, right? Where he he talked about your your awakening, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. And he's done our show a couple times, and yes. we've talked about Mandela. Like he's also one of the original nine eleven truth guys who actually saw through all of the nine eleven operation well before anyone else did. Okay, hang on. Has he done our show twice? Because I'm only remembering him once. One of us is Mandela affected right now. It's possible. I know. 
Dude, I don't know. It's it's late for me, early for you, so it's possible that I'm just tired, and you're right. It might be me, too. <laughs> My memory's not infallible. This is true. <laughs> That's the one of the things that people are like, oh, well, Johnny made a mistake when he was saying these things. Like, bro, listen, a lot of times I'm recording this show at night after I've been up since 5 o'clock in the morning. Right. And having dealt with a day's worth of dealing with 10 guys that are like children and then coming home and dealing with children that are like children and then having to deal with this podcast. So, right. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, we got Mr. Brian Stavely coming up for you. Um, this is going to be a good one. You guys hang tight. Yeah. Brian Stavely, welcome back to the Paranormies, bro. Thank you, brother. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, man. We uh we we miss the accent, honestly, to be honest. Because Jack's from Massachusetts, <laughs> Grognak's from Massachusetts, and neither of them have the accent. I don't get it. Really? How yeah. is that? Mine I've always been told that mine's one of the strongest, even though you know, amongst people where I come from. So <laughs> I'm from I'm from Connecticut, so I know I know what a mass hole sounds like when I hear one. You know what I'm saying? And I, I live in the middle of nowhere now in in North Carolina, and oh, you wow. should hear mine. Sent first theirs. It's crazy. Contrast. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. It's fun. that's got to be funny. I live in you know I live in East Tennessee, and like when I talk to people, it's funny because uh, I don't know if this is if this is just a mental thing, but like when I talk to people like you, my New England, New York, Massachusetts accent kind of comes out a little bit more. When I'm talking to yeah. the Southerners, when I'm talking to the Southerners, they say they can hear it, and I'm doing my best to not do it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. my Texas accent will come out more when I go back to Texas, whereas it's almost gone completely. I don't, I don't really use it at all. I don't, I've never had one when I was in Texas. And I found after I moved to Japan, when I would go back to Texas, I would actually develop a little bit of a twang. Dude, I have, I've known you for quite a long time. I've never heard a twang come out of your face. Some people have said, oh, yeah, I hear it. You just can't hear it. I'm like, uh, where? No, if I had an X on my keyboard, I'd press it, but. Yeah, it's been it's been broken. It's been broken so many times recently, <laughs> um, man. So what have you been up to, Brian? Oh, uh, well, a lot. I mean, uh, definitely doing a lot of broadcasts as always. I've been putting out a boatload of content lately, and other than that, I've actually uh, started working again part time because uh, I wanted to. Honestly, dude, I don't even though I do make income off these uh, platforms, I don't trust any of them. Uh, you know, they're going to pull the rug on on us on each one at different times. Yep. So I needed a backup plan. So I, I went and I decided uh, when I was out in California, visited my friend. Uh, I had worked a couple weddings with her doing some bartending. And I said, you know what? When I go home, I'm going to get hired to be a bartender and learn how to do this. So that's what I've been doing for a couple months now. Dude, there you uh, go. So I'm doing that, and I'm doing my broadcast, but it's been cool. It's been a good balance for me. Nice. Because uh, – it's it's one of the other things I need to do is to get away from the computer and away from all the uh, some of the stuff we're going to get into today. Uh, oh, for sure. You know, uh, some not not that we don't need to be researching. I mean, just some of the behaviors of people and promotion of certain things, which are mm-hmm. nonsense. It's and you got to get outside. You got to get away from the screen and enjoy your life. And uh, I'm meeting a lot of new people, and in meeting those new people, I've been talking to them about all this stuff. You know, talking to them about Mandela effects, talking to them about COVID, mm-hmm. talking to them about the moon landing being fake. Uh, right away, and then people at my work, I watching my shows. I mean, like several nice. people within the 
few weeks I've been watching them. So including the, my boss, the guy that hired me. Uh, so that's a good feeling. You know, it's a comfortable feeling when, yeah. when you don't have to watch your mouth. I mean, I don't approach customers and be like, hey, you know, this is fake. Uh, but if it comes <laughs> up, you can have a conversation. Absolutely, you know? man. No, that's the best. That is the absolute best. I bartended for a very long time, dude. I, I can understand the bartending life. That's Yeah. Um, if I was a single, if I was a single guy, I would definitely be bartending. Well, if I was an electrician, bartending is my, my second favorite job I've ever had. And it is a great, it's, I'm sorry. sorry, I enjoyed bartending as well. Oh yeah, man. It's so much fun. And with what we do, the way, the the kind of personalities that you, me, Skull, uh, with what we talk about, with what we research, we're all pretty gregarious as well. As a bartender, you are going to end up having many opportunities to discuss flat earth and Mandela and like not, you will, it just happens. And now with all the stuff that's going out with, with stuff like TikTok and YouTube and, uh, YouTube lightning, like, I guess. Uh, did you hear? Did you hear our our, our talk with uh, Martin Ledeke? He was talking about how YouTube is relaxing its banning. Is this true? I mean, have, uh, you, have you noticed this? No, and I I, I personally haven't experienced them okay. relaxing their banning. I mean, um, but you know, we talk about different things. Like they'll let you get away with a lot of uh, even flat Earth and Mandela mm-hmm. effect and mm-hmm. Tataria. You start talking about uh, not living in fear over the fabrications that we're going to get into today. <laughs> right. It's still going to give you as hot as ever. I mean, I've had 600 videos removed. Yeah. That's that's more videos than most people have done. I, I don't see it. Holy shit. 600 all. removed? Yeah, dude. My Odyssey has over 2,000 videos and my YouTube has 1,400 because that's how many YouTube's taken down. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That's really crazy. Yeah. Um, but so, I mean, maybe, maybe some people are experiencing that. I'm not. I still... Huh. I'm one of the very few. I mean, I live stream more than anybody, right? You you don't ever see uh, my channel monetized. They won't let me monetize because everything I put out is too hateful and harmful. They yeah. say, and in reality, we know who the hateful and harmful ones. It's the media, and I'm Absolutely. just exposing. Oh yeah. So well, what I was saying is like nowadays with this kind of stuff being out there and more people being into finding out that you know the the meme of you know go apologize to your conspiracy theory your friend he's been right the whole time like all those you know those memes uh if you were a conspiracy <laughs> theory you may be entitled to uh, you may be entitled to apologies like that kind of stuff uh because it, it's the conspiracies are more approachable now to people i think and and more people are like was it last week? Putin was just there, how many people saw Vladimir Putin looking at the moon landing and finding out that Google thinks it's fake? Like I didn't see anything about it. Oh, you didn't see that? <laughs> Google. Oh yeah, dude. No. Google, no, there was it was all over like I don't know. I, I saw it was all over Telegram. Uh, but Putin uh, watching footage of the, of the American moon landing and Google doing the the Photoshop detector thing on it. And and he, he said he didn't quite understand. And the other guy was like, "Yes, the, the the computer believes that this is Photoshop." And he all he said was interesting. Now, of course, you know he's, seen he's any played, of that. yeah he plays along with it. He has to. He's you know everybody played along with Chandraya Five, right? The the Indian right. moon landing. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, how 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 ridiculous! Right, you but know, everybody played along. Even- but everybody played along, yeah. and that's the thing. Every country was like, "Congratulations, India from Poland! Congratulations, India from Sweden!" You well, know, they of course they play along. They're in on all the stuff from the space programs to the COVID to exactly, the terror, exactly. All the 
the countries are all just an illusion. Uh, they're, they're, they're built for many reasons, obviously as tax farms for people, but they're also built up to give you this. Uh, well, we know they like to keep people in fear and divide people. So what better way than to tell you, hey, this country doesn't like you. They have nukes. They have this. They're going to do this to you. Uh, you know, and the other thing, too, is the other way. You always hear people say, well, at least we don't have it as bad as China. At least we don't have it as bad as they over there. They're probably saying the same fucking thing to everybody. <laughs> I've actually seen commercials that are like support you know the you know you know you remember the uh, the poor starving africans donate with sally struthers and whatever right i've actually you seen see commercials from other countries other for americans for americans <laughs> yeah for fucking americans yeah. yes of course of course, of course my uh my son was watching my son was like hey dad i'm gonna show you a video and he shows me one of the north korea like music videos that they make you know the propaganda music videos that they make with the north korean song and all the missiles and the marching guys and the women crying and stuff. And he's laughing about it. And he's just like cracking up laughing. He's like, look at these people. And I was looking at the women crying and, and he was like, what are they doing? And I was like, you know what? They're probably not acting like that's probably real. And they're probably just as excited as they look and as emotional as they look. And when they look at news stories about, how America's the great Satan and everyone's out to get North Korea. They probably believe every single bit of it, just like the Russians believed that America was evil while America believed that the Russians were evil. And it just charges the battery, doesn't it? It keeps everybody at odds with one another and not looking at the real enemy that lords above all of them. Yep. They do. They play the same game with everything, whether it's nation versus nation, politician versus politician, you know, right down the line, you know, it's always the same thing. Yeah, and and like you said, all these countries, they're all in on it together. Of course the they are. I was, well, I mean, I was, they all faked the space programs together. They all in the Antarctic Treaty together. They've all faked all the world history together and all the reasons behind any alleged conflicts or anything. Of course they're all in on it. I mean, God, I don't know how people don't see it at this day. I don't know how there's people that are like Ari. I don't know how old you guys are. I know alts around my age, right, mid-40s or so. Um, yeah. I don't know how people our age can still believe in. I mean, look at what happened during. Uh, we can just speak uncensored here, right? Or sure, absolutely. To... As uncensored yeah, so as you like. What, yes. I mean, look what happened during COVID and when there's literally fucking nothing going on. The hospitals are empty. Nobody's sick. And this is the stuff with the truth community, right? Again, you have they, they put out all these rabbit trails for everybody to go down, just like with 9-11, just like with all these, just like back in the JFK days, right? Oh, how was it done? Second shooter, grassy. No, 9-11. It was this. It was that. It was, a, And it's all just to reinforce these fabrications. And one of those fabrications, obviously, was the whole China, the China agenda, the Wuhan lab. It leaked out of a Wuhan lab. Like, get the fuck out of here with all this, dude. They're all in on it together. Obviously, it's one world media. That's why, you know, when we get into 9-11 tonight, I'm going to really hammer some things home because 9-11 for me is uh, it's like so huge. I would say the actual truth of 9-11 is actually as big as knowing that, you know, say, for instance, NASA lied about where we live and all that. I think it's just as big because so oh, yeah. many people in these truth communities, uh, even though they might be awake to that, or they might be awake to the Mandela effect, even um, a lot, not, you know, not so many, but still a percentage still live in and promote fear based off of they take it for they they've come through these roads they know things like apollo are fake covid's fake mm -hmm. you know all these shooting bah, 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 because their awakening started with 9 11 
they're emotionally attached to the original rabbit trails they went down. And in one way or another, they assume the government just dropped buildings uh, on the heads of 3,000 people in broad daylight. It's just a matter of what theory you want to believe did it. So that's like why with all these things, whether it's Apollo or 9-11 or whatever, they don't think 100% of people are going to believe the official story. And they don't try to tailor it to that. They tailor it to get the majority, 70%, whatever you want to put out there. But then for the other people, once you quote unquote wake up, they just put you in another box and you're greeted at the, you're greeted into that uh, new home by guys like Alex Jones and others who then just put you in a perpetual state of fear. Mm-hmm. And dude, honestly, I'm not saying nothing bad goes on in the world, but it's all bullshit, man. Oh, absolutely. Everything the truth community has ever told me was going to happen to me from them throwing me in a FEMA camp to me dying from 5G to the military rolling through the streets, them kicking in my door, sticking shit in my arms, uh, all of this stuff. None of it. None has of ever it. Happened. Not once. I, yep. at one point when I had just gotten out of the Navy, I was listening to Alex Jones. This was 2005. And I was listening to him do the whole, it was Russia still at the time in 05 with him. <clears throat> and granted, granted, I had I, I may or may not have just acquired uh, some incredibly potent sativa, which had me all paranoid to begin with. Uh, however, him talking about that stuff, that, that was where I first found out about fear porn. And Alex Jones literally had me thinking the Russians were coming today. Like He was the main guy behind the Y2K bullshit. Yep. I, mean, I, I wasn't around for Y2K. I was too busy being a fish head down in, in Florida. Me neither. I was annoying me at the time. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, was I went f- back and looked at it after, though. I was at a fish concert in Florida <laughs> for Y2K. Um, Alex, Alex Jones is what made me realize exactly what a gatekeeper is. Um, yes. Because, of course, yes. uh, we're, we're normies, and then we're quote-unquote truthers. I fucking hate the word, but you know what yeah. I'm saying. So oh, we're normies, truthers, but until we're truthers, we have no idea that there's even such a thing as controlled opposition of people that would get out there, pretend to speak the truth, to mislead you in different directions. So he was a big lesson for me, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the way I saw through him was his uh, – so my journey with 9-11 started in 2010. It didn't take me longer than a few months to realize there were no planes then further – further you know not too much further along realizing the whole thing was the complete fabrication but the thing with him was um i saw the way that he acted to people that would talk about no planes on 9-11 the way he would attack us call us fucking retards this that and the other and i'm thinking to myself like okay this guy's like you know the alleged you know leader of the 9-11 truth movement i mean maybe that's not really him but he's that's what people perceive right and and like he has this whole staff of these chills you know now we know but these people like Burmis and radowski and, and all these people around him all the time in this fancy studio and uh he's been doing this for 10 years and he doesn't know that the planes are fake that didn't right. that didn't add up to me and then the whole thing started to fall apart and then i saw the whole agenda against no planes on 9 11 throughout the whole movement plus mm-hmm. all the vitriol i took and then once you start to take it further and further so basically what it is is the alternative media is an extension of the mainstream media and they had to protect it generally what they had to protect even though they give you a completely different spin uh they they had to bash on the official story the media is portraying give you a different narrative yep. that keeps you in fear maybe even in more fear and very often the main agenda of the alternative media and people like alex jones is to actually protect the video footage and credibility of the media so you can think the different news networks have a different spin whether it's news uh you know fox and cnn and you know all these things that supposedly have these different angles but they don't want you to know that the actual video coverage that they give you for all this stuff i'm not saying there's no real video of anything but so much of it is just completely fabricated video hollywood bullshit and that's what the alternative media among many things is uh gatekeeping Mm mm-hmm it is is like like Matt from Quantum of Conscience says the the uh, graduated animal farms right. You're still in a gate, 
you're just get you're getting fed uh, better slop, but it's still slop. You know, you're and, 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 slop, and honestly, I mean, and honestly, like you said about Alex Jones, man, uh, the alternative media scares you more than the normie media does. Normies are, I mean, yeah, they're scared of the big bad COVID, but if they took five seconds to realize it was just the flu, but like, but the the alternative media gives you the most scares. I mean, you've got five G nanobots. Uh, the, like you said, the UN white hats coming down your street and jabbing you to death and like all that stuff. None of that shit ever happened. The FEMA camps. How many times have you seen videos of their plastic coffins on the back of trucks? Oh my uh, God. Right. Yeah. Look at all these trains. Look at all these military trucks. Right, you know, right. it's all these military trucks. What are they doing with all these trucks? I'll tell you what, FEMA, we're not going down there. God damn it. Yeah. Thing too is uh, like what I say to people a lot about. Let's uh, back to nine eleven as a great example. Right. Like right now, it's been over twenty years. Right. So let's just say you had a let's just say a nine eleven conversation. You didn't spark it because we know how we are with our family. Some of them accept what we look at. A lot of them it's triggering. But let's just say <laughs> right. you overheard your family talking about nine eleven at a gathering, just kind of loosely, and then you heard twenty truthers talking about what they think happened on nine eleven. Who do you think's more scared? <laughs> the truthers are more scared. Absolutely. Yeah, bar, dude. Dude. During yeah. during COVID, I would sit there in our chat rooms and you thought about like before the vaccine came out, but we knew what was coming. All of the people who believed everything knew that the vaccine was coming. So they had some kind of relief and they could put a mask on their face and they could put a plastic bottle on their head or whatever and go outside. And at least down the road, there was some light at the end of the tunnel. But all the truth are people were thinking that they were going to get force injected with the vaccine or they were going to have the oh, yeah. camps come rolling in or the, the train loads of tanks that were going through and all the stupid fear shit. And it was absolutely no end in sight. And even I fell victim to the fear in the degree that I thought that we were never going to be able to travel again without a vaccine. And uh, I was, I mean, that was a very real possibility at the time. And I was in Japan and I was like relegated to the fact that I might be stuck in Japan for the rest of my life. Cause I was never going to get that shot in my arm. And thank God that all of that was part of the operation. Actually, now that we can pull back a little bit to 50,000 feet and look at it, but we, the truth community is way more afraid than the normies generally, right? Like, I mean, when this was going down and I was showing everybody along with others, you know, how fake it was. And I took those 15 flights in a row without covering my face. And I'm like, I'm not wearing you. You're not going to be able to fly. They're not going to let you bump up. And I did time and time and time again, filmed it, showed everybody. I even had people telling me they were going to fucking shoot down my plane, dude. Jesus. I mean, that's how far... <laughs> A delusion. Oh, this they know you're going to do this and but but they you better be careful. They're gonna shoot down your plane. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? <laughs> yeah, this people stop. Like the, the amount of times it's just like it's 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 time to stop posting. Just stop it. The fear, I mean, from from the truth community, we're supposed to be the truth warriors, right? We're truth warriors. The warriors are strong, and we have backbone and fortitude, and we can take the truth. We can we can handle the truth, right? Jack Nicholson, you know, you can't handle the truth. We can. Apparently, we can't. Like, the, the, the truth community is one of them. And I think they enjoy it. I actually do think that people get off on the fear. You know, they well, a lot of them do, and fears like a drug to them. But mm -hmm. there's also, you know, there's different levels of all of this. So there's many people that make content that know the fear they push is bullshit, but they know it sells. Right. So Absolutely. Alex Jones people, for one. Alex I have Jones no knows. respect, and I'm not just talking about Alex Jones. I'm talking about people on YouTube with a hundred thousand subscribers and all this. There's a whole shitload of them, dude. And a lot of them do believe into the fear, and you know, but a lot of them don't. I know that they don't. You know, but they love to push it because it's it's what sells. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can think of a few YouTube channels right now that it's all scare content. 
Yeah. I used to dude, I used to watch that stuff religiously. I would sit there. I would, in between my Navy career and, and my electrician career when I was when I was doing my Adam Kokesh stoner Bush took down the towers, dude. Like that that period of that six months of my life. Um <laughs> it took me six months. It took me six months, a bunch of weed and and some and uh, zeitgeist and some <laughs> and some other videos. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. It wasn't Bush. And but anyways, um but I I was Watching and and um, do you remember Alan Watt that from yeah. Can- from Canada that breaking down the Matrix? Yeah, right. He had a very. I used to listen to him religiously, and he had that very neuro linguistic programming NLP speak as he talked, and everything was this ancient agenda from way in the past, and it was just like, and there's nothing you can do, one of those kind of things, and it was just the you know like like we know what's going on, we can see the script, we know what's going on, but there's still nothing you can do about it. You know what I mean? And it's like. That his whole podcast was really like. Th- it, there's a the lot end. you can do. You unplug from it completely. And oh, don't absolutely, any right? Energy but, to it, no energy to it, dude. You will live mm, a happy life. Mm. Yeah. yeah. What's scarier, really, if you're a normie, that there may be a terrorist attack somewhere in a random location in America, or that your government is willing to go out and kill you for knowing too much? Exactly. Yeah, it's it's really ridiculous, and, and that never happens either. Like, <laughs> I mean, some yeah. of the J six people, I guess, but all of those people like went on their own. And Bro, they entered a building, a federal building, like thinking, falling for an op Skull. again, for a stupid op, like Skull. falling for a political solution, trusting in Trump of all people after <laughs> all the shit he did, after Operation Warp Speed, after all the promises all right. that were not kept. After not building a border wall, after opening up the borders more, after pushing vaccines, and then they went and they're like, "We're gonna, uh, we're gonna save democracy by walking around in the Capitol building." Okay. Yeah, I picked up, I picked up Nancy Pelosi's phone and pretended to call it an airstrike on Tel Aviv. Such winning, such winning. Hey, that, got the that's the thing yeah. people don't understand, and they'll go even. They still, I still see so many people in the uh, quote unquote truth community. Well, JFK, you know, he was the last real president. We listen. This whole Ooh. thing's a sham. Sorry, all of it. All of it. They've always been actors. It was set up to be this way to give you the illusion of choice. The places run like a corporation, and then not let you elect a fucking CEO. Just stop mm. it. JFK was the way they marketed for that time. You know, with that type of you know local whatever. And Trump is the same idea for these type of times. They're all frauds, dude. They're all actors. Dude, exactly. The, um, exactly. I was I was just having a conversation yesterday in my chat because people were talking about Lincoln and I said Lincoln was one of the worst presidents we've ever had and completely destroyed the idea of states rights and destroyed the sovereignty of the states and gave us the federal behemoth monster bloated government that we have and somebody was like well you know they killed Lincoln because this that and the other and I was like dude have you ever looked into the Lincoln assassination that was fake the whole thing was like the his wife is like my husband, the president of the United States, has been shot. Yeah. And then John Wilkes Booth vaunts over a balcony to take the stage and make a speech after he shoots Lincoln. And then he disappears. It's like, bro, 26 feet, fake. 26 feet. Yeah. In the air. yeah. Dude, it's it's like the whole thing's a script. Obviously, I mean, maybe they killed him. Maybe he just went off to the no, David it, Bowie it, Island. But it, either way, tell- it didn't. Did we, not happen the way that we're told. Oh, and one more thing is that um, you'll always hear these people be like, oh, well, everybody running the government's actually retarded. They're actually retarded. It's it, like, okay, okay. well, okay, well you if voted the for whole system is completely retarded, then how did they be 
every single country, every single major country in the world into lockstep, put them in a mask in six weeks and get everybody on the exact same script with the vaccine narrative and the COVID narrative. Yep. But it was obviously on its face, pants on head, retarded fake. That's what that's what cracks me up too about the uh, people that uh you know you, you tell them that NASA's full of shit and uh, you know and I and we'll a lot of times we'll say things like you know, how things can be compartmentalized and you know a hundred people could be in a room working on a computer and not knowing what the fuck they're looking at you could even have a guy building an engine for a rocket but he's not going to see it go in space right? right now that's all true and I, it's something I talk about a lot you know not so much anymore but when I would talk about that topic more um but here's the other thing too well what do you think all these different people are in on it well have you seen what happened during covid to go back to your point this is what right. i bring up it's like all these people were in on it and not yep. just not just the, the nations and the heads of the nations and the media look how many fucking celebrities and stuff and people and then it will take it to another level it's like little celebrities and stuff that shilled out for it sure some of them might believe it but you know a lot of them don't and they just did it because they're part of the system but people in our own families went along with the lie because of that thing hung over their head called their employment that they're afraid to lose so everybody can be in on it right the lockstep yeah. i mean the, the it was called operation lockstep i don't <laughs> like they literally put it on the name of the thing that they told everybody <laughs> to do that's what i tell people all the time and one of and that's a, a very good talking point to bring up with people now is you know well they can't all be in on it and i'm like well you know did you see the the indian moon landing and then you show them that and then you show like all the, the countries, you know, patting them on the back. And then you show them the Galaga video a second time. And they're like, that's not real. You're like, yeah, well, these my, people. My fourth grade teacher was in on Flat Earth. Was what? My fourth grade teacher was in on Flat Earth. What do you mean in on Flat Earth? Yeah. Like in on it? Or I like... mean, she, she was teaching. I mean, sorry, not Flat Earth. On, on the globe Earth. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I mean, she taught me that it's a globe, and there's right. They're all in on it, right? Because they because they were taught it. it. They were taught it by the people with with the. Oh yeah, yeah. Without knowing, but even when they find out, let's just say that fourth grade teacher. Let's just say right now, obviously you're past that, but let's say that fourth grade teacher now, or you know, another fourth grade teacher now finds out that the Earth isn't a globe. Do you think she's going to change her curriculum? Of course, absolutely not. No, no. Of course, of course not. not. Just like a just like a doctor, if his doctor started to doubt uh, germ theory, you think he's going to fucking say a word to anybody? Probably no, not. No, of course not, because that's what they make their money doing what they do, and they are everybody sold out, right? And they've all yep. sold out, and it's all about it's all about money. Doctors, I mean, like how long ago was it? Skull, we talked about that Google um, Google does ninety percent of the, the medical diagnoses in the United States. Yeah, right. I mean, right. I caught I caught my doctor. Like looking up shit on on her laptop, when I went in, I went as like a couple years ago. I went in for something, and I was like, she was looking up stuff. I was like, well, I could do that. Like yeah. you're, you're the and they get massive bonuses for how many vaccines they give to a certain mm -hmm. threshold of people mm -hmm. as well. That's why oh, one of the huge, reasons they push that. Huge payouts, yeah, huge yeah. payouts. Huge payouts for that. And then we know during the COVID thing itself, all the incentives they got for putting people on the fucking ventilators and giving them positive results on the death certificates. I mean, big money for all this shit. I had two family members murdered by hospitals that were falsely diagnosed with COVID that went in for something completely different. So, yeah. My um, uncle died of COVID complications. And the last text my aunt said about it was, it's so strange. He was vaccinated. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my Dude, God, I, I had to pick a... I, his, his one, so... Okay, we're all fine, right? We're not dropping dead. We don't wear masks. We know that, that the only people getting sick are the people that got vaccinated. Uh, well, not only that. I mean, a few months ago, there was a guy. I went into this place I get lunch at. It's like this pizza place. It's got a little bar in there. I sat down at the bar, ordered a pizza. 
And this guy comes walking in, uh, big guy. He looked a little slow. Um, big guy, probably like six one, six two, you know, two eighty. Not in shape, just a big oafy guy. And he just fucking hit the floor, dude. He just hit the floor, and then he started to try to get up, and he couldn't get up. It was like his legs were too weak. I had to help this guy up off the floor. And then he goes into this. He's like, "Oh, my my cowboy boots." Like so, that's like why he slipped on you know the the smooth floor or whatever is what he's trying to say. And I'm like, "Your cowboy boots?" He's like, "Yeah." And he's like. All of a sudden, he felt the need to just change his tone and tell me a story. And he's like, you know, yesterday I got my flu shot and my COVID shot, one in each arm. And I said to him, I said, you don't think that's maybe why you fell down and your legs are weak? And he's just like, no. And I'm just like, oh, my God, man. And, And I'm not the first one of my friends that has had to pick these people up off the ground. Um, It's crazy, dude. So, you know, I don't know what type of delusion these people live in, uh, but COVID made me realize something big, dude. Like I've been it made me realize I needed to really change my life and get away from as many people as possible and just be around people that have no belief in any of that at all. And I completely move. I mean, I moved three and a half years ago, right when this thing right after this thing started. uh, And I moved down here to, to North Carolina and my life has been fantastic since I've been traveling nonstop back and forth to california i just got back from vegas uh i get out all the time go to the beach live a happy life um you know so it's it's made a bit it's kind of the line in the sand for me you know with with people um i i didn't want to be in my hometown and see all these people i knew my whole life walking around with masks on i i just couldn't stop bro it's the same with me man you know where i live it's still and I'm not exaggerating, 85 to 95% people in masks constantly. And it hasn't stopped since the whole operation started because it's Japan. And I am so at my limit. And I've <clears throat> I've got this offer to move back to a rural area in the southern United States and have a good piece of land with some other people who are in our community and who believe the same things we believe. And buddy, I'm doing everything in my power to get over there and take advantage of it because I cannot be here anymore and I can't be around these people. And plus, if there is another big operation like COVID was, everybody's going to go along with it. And we don't want to be around that group of people when it does because it's probably going to be bigger and more egregious when that does happen. So I got to get out of here, too. Yeah, man. And, you you know, and you've probably seen, uh, you know, I moved down here and I, I live with Karen and Ted and, you know, we have meetups and we have uh, friends over here that know all this shit is bullshit. And I'm not a, e- e- even the children that I hear know it's bullshit. So I'm not like around anybody in my circle other than now when I go into work, but I'm letting them know quick, you know. Um, but, you know, um, with the people I'm around every day and the people I live with, uh, nobody believes in anything from the globe to 9-11 being even real at all to the moon landing being real at all to believing in any of these politicians and feeding into any of that. It's changed my life, man. Nice. Well, once you like, even though I was, um, even though I was like always no fear because I know this is all fake since 2010, like I said. So going through all these other things is easy, right? Like you know, right when they happen that they're fake until proven otherwise. Pretty much when you get through the granddaddy of them all at that time, 9/11. Um, but um, even if you live, even if you understand everything, you still have to live with all these other people who don't believe it. Oh my and god, who will yeah. You or like they'll do the whole invasion of the body snatchers meme on you if you don't go along with their delusion yeah well i was living in my cousin's house uh, i almost lost my point but i remember now like i knew all this stuff was uh fake and all that um i didn't live in fear but i still lived in that kind of dark place where i didn't want to really 
associate with anybody, even though I'm around my friends and family. I stayed in my room the whole time. I was at my cousin's house who literally had me help him hang a Trump flag on the house and would listen to Fox News all day right outside my bedroom. Great guy, but I just can't, I couldn't mentally take it anymore. I mean, like, I just couldn't take it anymore. And as soon as I got out of that environment, dude, my whole fucking life blossomed, dude. Like endlessly. I mean, it's just been fantastic. And I'm just, I got to encourage people. You have to live positive. It's a graduating process. It's a process, right? I'm not saying any of us have graduated, but it's a process like going through a graduating process. Okay. You will lie to about some big things, whether it's 9-11, Apollo, Federal Reserve, whatever your, your entry point is. Okay. Then you start to realize this is all a lie, but then you also start to realize, well, there's these different levels and this isn't all false flags with people being murdered by the government. Like they want you to believe all this shit's fake. You don't, you shouldn't put your energy into any of it. And now it's like with, it's like, how do I use these things I've learned to apply to my life? You know? And uh, that's where I'm at now, you know? So not living in fear is the first huge step, Um, but you have to make sure that you're happy, man. Don't be miserable. Don't be a miserable truth seeker. Like, what the fuck is that? You don't need to be miserable. And if if people make you miserable online and if that's and you're just so aggravated with people, then get outside. Yes. <laughs> you know? The meme of touching grass has never been so relevant. Um go outside, touch grass, take your shoes off, go run around the grass, go outside, go play with your kids outside, go do something outside, go hiking, go do something. That's not I put my feet in the sand so much on the beaches of California. From 2020 to 2022, uh, just endlessly. That's what we would do is just go, you know, take walks on the beach and stuff. Meanwhile, everybody's where I mean, I even saw one guy. I saw this in person. Uh, one of the beaches in Southern Cali. He was in the ocean up to his waist wearing a face mask, dude. I mean, <laughs> so they were around me, but I just I just ignore it. And uh, I don't I mean, I try and talk to people, but I don't get angry about it. You know, I just uh, they're, they're very, very lost, you know, and I can't. I just can't intermingle with them too much. I certainly can't live with them and live around them. Hmm. And that's my choice, right? Why do I, I don't need to, I don't need to, if I don't, you know, it's not like, Hey, you're an asshole. You're stupid. You don't, it's just, Hey, I just, I got to remove myself from the situation and I'm happy for, happy for it. Yeah. I mean, dude, the, the more, like when I realized everything, everything was fake and everything was gay. And, and I mean, well, the two choices are fake and gay I and mean, you must choose two. Um, <laughs> It's like once you realize that and you're like, you know, there is no spoon, you know, and it's like it's it just I don't know. It just makes it easier. And people are like, oh, that's such a black pill. And it's not really. It's it makes things a lot easier. Isn't it right, Skull? Yeah. And you can stop putting your focus on things that you don't have any control over mm-hmm. and you can start focusing on things that you do. And it makes your life so much more happy and wholesome for it. There was a girl during the height of covid, man, <clears throat> like right before the vaccine came out that I was talking about, right when those videos were coming of the trains with all the military vehicles on them going through. And she was like, they're coming. The FEMA camps are coming. And she had a tiny little apartment somewhere and she bought like three freezers and she filled them with three years worth of meat that she bought because everything was going to collapse. And then she bought like level four plate ceramic armor. Like, what are you going to do? Like, she's a female, right? She's going to run around the street, like, dodging bullets from snipers and shit. <laughs> she was a psychopath, man. Like, she was genuinely, like, a sad case because she was so terrified of... And, and I just... That's one of the reasons I was... I realized, like, these people are far more visible, miserable. The truthers are far more miserable 
than even the normies because the normies always have some other solution that's just on the corner all i have to do is comply with everything but the truthers don't have anything man it's just like you're fucked so yeah yeah for sure dude man it's it's sad it's sad to watch it's sad to watch the normies but it's also it's i think it's sadder to watch the our, our supposedly woke brethren fall for the fear porn constantly and they get angry at you. Like whenever oh, yeah. we brought up 9-11, like they'll get angry because you don't believe that 3,000 people died right. in those towers. Right. Like they'll get very, like really angry. Like they get their, their, uh, their conditioning triggered just as much as any normie. I've taken so much shit for it. I'm sure you can imagine. Oh, I mean, absolutely. So- when I was broadcasting about it all the time, like 2011, 2012, showing people this stuff, the truth is then we're triggered by nobody in the towers and no planes. They still are now. I'd say a good portion of people that can make it to things like, say, Flat Earth or whatever, they can start to finally see that there were no planes on 9-11. But still, the percentage of people that want to take it any further. And it's like, what, don't you understand that they faked this stuff all the way? Right. They they didn't fake the images on the moon because they really went to the moon and had to, you know, and then they give you these other rabbit trails, all the aliens scared them off and all. No, they faked the AV fake images. <laughs> you know, really go to the moon. Well, they faked fucking. They faked street. Here's the funny thing, right? Not only did the media fabricate the planes, which should make the complete thing fall apart, obvious for obvious reasons. Now you got the media with prefabricated footage of a supposed terror event, shows you they're completely orchestrating it. But every fucking truther at all, everyone, even the basic entry level one that has looked at nine eleven at all, they know about the Harley guy and they call him an actor. Well, if the Harley guy's an actor, right? I mean, this is a fucking movie set, right? I mean, I mean that's it. It's, they, there's, there's, that's as far as you need to go. It's as far as you need to go. It is. You know, it, is. it is. And oh, when that reminds me of there, many more examples. That reminds me of something. They all have the same script. Oh yeah, but I'm sorry. Oh no, no, no. You're good. You're good. It just reminds me of something I was going to say before. Is that um? <clears throat> oh shit! Now I forgot again. This I was about the script. <laughs> God damn it. Well, while you're trying to pull it up, I'll just say that there were so many obvious planted actors in the street. And, you know, maybe later we'll play a little video. Um, but, you know, I'm talking planted firefighters at ground zero with mm-hmm. obvious scripts. And many times, just like with the Elon Musk thing, you know, looks so fake, it must be real. Everybody quotes that and laughs at it. And like, how can the normies not see it? He's even They even tell you, you know, and, and it's like, dude, they did this all through 9-11. You know how many times these supposed street witnesses said it was just like a movie, but it was real? I mean, over and over, several even said it was just like a Bruce Willis diehard movie. Like, it's so blatantly obvious. People know that the thing in Connecticut was fake because Robbie Parker is out there laughing, right, after his daughter Emily supposedly gunned down in the school with 20 right. kids. Yeah, I show Mark Bingham and Todd Beamer, two high-profile alleged 9-11 victims on the planes. Uh, you know, the Let's Roll guy and the other guy that supposedly called his mother and said, hey, mom, it's me, Mark Bingham. You believe me, don't you? I've shown <laughs> both their mothers on television the next day laughing, dude. You can't yeah, laugh you, if you just You don't laugh if your son just died in a plane crash. Not just you don't laugh crash. and, and you don't tell your mom. Yeah, and you don't tell your mom your first and last name when you're talking to her. Right. <laughs> That's my my big one of my biggest points for 9-11 that that the truthers, right? For truthers. So most people that listen to your podcast, I'm assuming, you know, I'm and you know, and most of mine, and I'm sure there's a percentage that don't, but most probably realize COVID's completely fake. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking and they one of the main reasons and the most obvious reasons is the fucking hospitals are empty for months. And you know, so many of us know that that to be a fact. And I've checked myself as maybe you guys have. Oh. Um, but the thing with that is COVID was worldwide, right? Mm-hmm. 9-11 
was one, you know, basically one city. Obviously, we know Pentagon and Shanksville, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, thousands of people supposedly died in that one city where the massive this went on and two planes slammed into skyscrapers and all this, right? Think of the chaos. Think of the chaos. And they tell you tens of thousands of people were in, in these buildings. So not only do we have no video of the tens of thousands of people running out of these buildings, even though they allegedly got these street interviews, Harley guy on the street, you got four helicopters supposedly in the sky getting all this footage, 50 people filming off course, unexpected 500 mile an hour jet at sea level slam into this, right? Nobody pans down and films the street. That's always been one of my talking points for a very long time. But on top of that, dude, the hospitals in New York City on 9-11 were a fucking ghost town just like the COVID hospitals were. And I have many videos to show people that completely with people just standing outside like this, just a drill, nothing going on. You got fucking EMTs walking by with their hands in their pockets, fucking whistling Dixie. And we're supposed to believe that the first responders and all these victims are all trapped up here underneath all this rubble. And I don't care what fear porn story you want to believe with 9-11. If you want to say, oh, well, directed energy weapons evaporating, mini nukes, this, that, and the other thing. None of that accounts for the fact that, well, if that's what went down there was an hour an hour and a half where people would be streaming out of the towers where's all the injured people because there'd be tons of them not just dead people not just Mm -hmm. dead and gone Mm -hmm. where's all the injured people why are the hospital scenes a joke they're an absolute fucking joke one of them's hilarious starts off with it they just show the outside right and there's like a row of just empty stretchers and wheelchairs like nobody's there and and the news report is like well the empty stretchers and wheelchairs tell it all. And it's like, yeah, actually they do. Like there's nothing going on. And they did the, the, the correspondent on the ground is like, oh, well, th- we haven't seen the rise in patients here because, well, they're just all dead. Yeah. They just got incinerated. They're just, there's, yeah. there's no injuries. <laughs> yeah. The newscaster even said it, which is the funniest part. She's like, there's no, there's nobody at the hospitals here. <laughs> Okay, that's it's just so strange. It's so it's so strange that it's happening like that when there's like a mass casualty event where tens of thousands of people are evacuating a building that's collapsing and been been struck by airplanes and there's fire and there's fire is so bad that it's causing the building next door, which is steel and stone, to collapse due to fire, which mm-hmm. never At happened. The Vegas oh. event, you yeah. Vegas event supposedly had like 500 people get hit. Oh, by dude, how many times have I said I want to see the interviews with all the people that got winged? Like somebody, yeah. somebody's like, you, I, I just want to see that said he got shot in the head. He said he got shot in the head and he pulls up. He's there with his girlfriend in the hospital. You don't remember that guy? Yeah. And he like goes to show you this like supposed scar on his head. It's like it was all a man-made. Is, yeah. It was not. Yeah. But like, I want to see like an Ellen DeGeneres where there's like 40 people that got shot at that show. You know what I mean? We're reuniting everybody that got shot at the whatever the fuck the the, the country show was with the uh, that that tranny. The Harvest Festival. The Harvest Fest. Yeah, the Harvest Festival. They're harvesting right. souls. Jason yeah. Aldean. Right? Jason Aldean. Yeah, that isn't he. Yeah. Try that in a small town. Yeah, is that the same guy? Yeah, yeah. there you go. There you, yeah. Wow. Oh, speaking of that, speaking of those faggots, did you see? Did you see? Uh, 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 what's his name? Libjack Hill Hill Hillbilly Libtard. There, <laughs> fucking uh, Opie Oliver Anthony. You, you know about that psyop, right, Brian? Uh, I, Opie and Anthony? No, the Oliver. Mm. An- I call him Opie Anthony, but Oliver Anthony because oh. he's got red hair, <laughs> just no. like Opie Cunningham uh, or you know Ron Howard. But um, the guy that did the the Richmond from Richmond, 
song. Oh yeah, I know. Okay, I know. I'm familiar when people were sharing that song around. Yeah, that is like that. Okay, so he is a complete and utter uh, astroturfed fucking gay op. He did a thing with Bert Kreischer, who he's like a, a libtard, like a severe libtard. And they're like gay hugging with no shirts on, back to belly to back. I saw her picture of that. I thought that was just a fake picture. That's a real thing. No, that's a real picture. He went on he went on their podcast. And but that's the thing, dude. He's just a libtard. He's just a libtard pretending to be He's I don't forgot what they call them like hill hill tards or hillbillies that pretend to be liberal. I don't know whatever. But he's pretending to be country when he's just a city liberal, right? <clears throat> and his and his song was you know the second first and second line of the song was about what was it about a uh, working overtime hours for bullshit pay and every man in the United States who wears a safety vest and a hard hat was like that's my nigga right there. That man's talking about yeah. me. And in yeah. downloaded that song and made that motherfucker like millions and but but the only people he called out were fat people eating fudge rounds because the rich men north of richmond could be anybody could be new york it could be washington it could be there could be it was so vague but anyways it just comes out more and more and more and more and more that this guy is just like a astroturf gay up i mean he went on the view the view (laughs) yeah he was yeah he was on juden peterstein for crying out loud Mm. Like, why would a country singer who only knows three chords go on Jordan Peterson? Yeah, those shows never invite us, do they? Right. Weird. It's very weird. <laughs> oh, and that was the that was what it was. Thank you, Skull, for bringing that background. We're talking about how, like, all this bad stuff's going to happen to all the people. Like, you know, they're going to silence all the truthers and we're all going to go into FEMA camps. Bro, we tell us. Uh, that's another thing, too. Oh, they're going to kill the power. They're going to kill the Internet. How are they going to brainwash people if they do that? Right. <laughs> you can't brainwash people without. Yeah, we don't we don't, you know, do the, the shadows on a wall anymore. Um, because the truth is, think they they're privy to all this uh, information bro, that bro. that's all the secret information, oh but ninety percent of it is put there for them to find. Dude, like, if if oh this, God, that's dude. I've said this many times, it's not a very secret society if a retard like me knows all about it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not very exactly. secret information if people like us. No offense to like the, you know, but like I would, I consider myself fairly smart, but also compared to the powers that be, I'm probably just a you know. <laughs> a tiny little tadpole in that, in that pond, but like, how how are how are we finding out all this secret information if it's so fucking secret, right? Yeah. But uh, that's the other thing. If 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 we here on the Paranormies put out some of the truthiest truth that ever truth to truth, right? And none of us are, you know, we're still putting stuff out. Like all the bad stuff hasn't happened. You know what I mean? I don't, and uh, Skull, you know, we get accused of it all the time of, of doing the fear mongering, right? You guys talked about nanobots. You guys talked about this. You guys talked about that. So that means you believe it. Yeah. It's like you're uh, just because, just because we repost a video that shows graphene nanobots in a vaccine or whatever doesn't mean that we think that this is happening to you right now at this particular, you know what I mean? This is the problem with having a Telegram channel is literally anything that you share becomes an endorsement by you. It's like, no, <laughs> if you actually listen to what we say in our podcasts and on our VMs and mm-hmm. in the texts that we type with things, we don't push any of this shit, actually. Right. Ever. We but but we are as a, quote, truth channel going to show you these things because they are out there. We, we try to stay away from the fear ish stuff as much. as I think we do a pretty good job of that on, on the Telegram. Yeah, I stay as far away as possible. I mean, I cannot stand the fear. But hey, listen, can I refill my coffee? 
Absolutely. Let yeah. us, where are we at right now? We are, yeah, let's take a little break real quick and um, we'll come back with some more Brian Stavely.
All right, we are back. This is still the Paranormies. I'm still Johnny Minoxide with Alt Skull and Dose of Realities, Brian Stavely. Man, where are we going this hour, Brian? Wherever you want to go. I mean, we were just talking about uh, fear porn, and yes. I, I was saying how I got to, I do my absolute best to keep people away from all of it, but that doesn't mean things don't need to be addressed. Like, of course, when uh, COVID rolled out, even though I was well past, you know, I was probably a good five years past having any interest into looking in the fear events, you know, uh, very interesting for a couple of years to break that stuff down. And mm. I'll, I'll never diminish how important it is to go through that journey and to show people so they don't live in fear. But by, by 2019 into 2020, I mean, I was well past wanting to cover any of that stuff, but because I saw how big this agenda was needed to go back in, but I was always very careful, very careful and trying to discern what was really happening, what wasn't, and what was being promoted through the truth communities, through the mainstream. They're going to do this to us. They're going to do that to us. And I kind of took it upon myself to actually show people that just about all of it was complete fucking nonsense uh, because I would keep going out and showing people to, you know, to not comply with any of this. Uh, yeah. Oh, you can't go to this store without a map. You can't go to that place. Well, I kept doing it. I kept flying. I kept doing all of this stuff to mm -hmm. show people. Um, and we had... Of course, uh, Karen B. through her four Flat Earth events during that time where we had four to 500 people at each of these events all under one roof, uh, not wearing a mask. And in fact, the one in 2021, uh, was it 2020? Um, <clears throat> you know, I was really encouraging people to, to try and do what I was doing and send in the videos of themselves uh, not wearing a mask and boarding these planes. And like five people sent videos in doing it and actually stood up for themselves. Nice. Um, so that's a, that's a big deal for me. Because, you know, it, mm. a lot of this stuff would go away if nobody complied with any of it, you know, if it didn't gain any traction, you know. Um, yeah, one, one of the things that this <clears throat> system does is it convinces people using the new digital world that we live in that the world is a lot bigger and or it's a lot bigger and scarier in the scary portions, whereas if you didn't have the screen you wouldn't know what to be afraid of. So if you just walked outside and we we're walking around your regular world, that's why one of the things I noticed about COVID, like one of the reasons uh, I identified for the masks being so prevalent was that people needed, the system needed people to understand that there was a deadly disease, that it was everywhere, that it was affecting everyone and that nowhere you went was safe from it. And so in order to do that, they had to take it beyond just the screen and into everyday life. And so when you went outside, you saw everyone wearing masks and everywhere you went, you were reminded that there was this deadly virus that was sweeping through the population and killing all these people. And even if you didn't see people dropping dead and dying all around you, it was the same effect as seeing hazmat suits on these people. And they're walking around, you know, they're walking around with a big white suit and it's all scary yeah. and stuff. It's like there must be something bad going on. Right. And so. Um, like if you get off of the screen, generally that like the masks aren't going to be there. Like that's not going to be an operation that you are going to be subjected to forever, obviously. So thank God for that. But if you don't, you're surrounded and you actually are, have a curated world of all of your worst fears ready for you. Anytime you want, you just sit down at that computer and you're fed all of this entertainment in the form of fear porn. And then you believe that that's what the world is like when you go outside. And it's like, it's actually not when you go outside. And if you didn't have that screen there, you wouldn't know that. And so it's, it's this brilliant tool that the system has developed in order to keep people in a different kind of world, like a different reality. Like we literally live in a different reality. Like half of our world is already like, is augmented reality real? Well, <laughs> yeah, kind of. You're just looking at it on a little square in front of you instead of through a pair, a pair of VR goggles or something like that. Right. I mean, 
and like I like I like to say to people, I mean, every morning you wake up, you're you know, you're just player one. Anyways, you know, we don't know what this we don't know what this whole reality is to begin with. You know, whether I mean it's as real as it's gonna be, you know, because we're we're here. But um yeah, this is this is, it's already the reality is already augmented and we walk around with our reality augmenters in our pocket. Only long. See, this is this is why I love, uh, you know, now the thing I talk about the most and I find the most fascinating uh, is the Mandela effect. And one of the reasons I love it is all of this other shit that we've gone through all these years, whether it's the fucking globe, 9-11, JFK, all the, all the lies, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's all it's just all fake. It's just all fucking fake bullshit that was written with the script. And we have to dig through all their lies and try and find some truth in there somewhere. Um, and now I'm, I'm, I'm actually seeing things that I'm experiencing myself and seeing what this place is for, uh, a deeper level. And it, I, t- I take a lot of criticism, you know, cause there's these people that are so hardcore against the Mandela effect and they think I should just be talking about flat earth or I should just be talking about nine 11 or something, uh, as if like, um, I'm, I'm like not really a truther anymore or something. Hmm. It's like, you guys aren't really getting it. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, Moving this progression along in the Mandela effect is something that's actually taking your energy, in my opinion. I know different people have different thoughts, um, but it's taking your energy and your focus away from focus and then all the fakery in this fucking realm. Plus, in my opinion, it's pointing out a lot of the lies, mm. a lot of the deceivers. And I personally think it's very deep where, you know, we're getting messages from whatever the creator of this realm is, whatever that is to you. Uh, we're getting personal messages and probably uh, a puzzle to, a puzzle to put together. So. I haven't turned my back on uh, investigating truth or anything. Um, you know, it's just kind of like the uh, the next level for me. But this fear porn stuff, you know, not to, I don't want to go too far off on the Mandela effect. Now we already done a whole show on that, or maybe even two shows we did. Um, I want to talk more about this other stuff, but I just mm. wanted to throw that out there because this this is part of detaching from that system and realizing realizing the other aspects of this realm. I've seen so many of these truths kind of gatekeep themselves in uh, with a label or a certain ideal or because, you know, it's really strange because when it comes to the, the Mandela effect, you just, you need to trust yourself. And then once you, st- you trust yourself, if you try to do any real investigation into this, you'll see that, you know, uh, just like when we were on break, I mean, they go, me and Alt were talking about how us and a few other people, I mean, we see all the same changes. You know, it's like, it's not just this little group of people. Everybody's experiencing mm-hmm. uh, what's happening to this realm. We all live on this realm. Whatever this place is, whatever you want to call it, if it's God's creation or a simulation or fucking hell on earth, however you view it, right? Paradise, whatever your take is on it, we're all here. We're all experiencing it. So, you know, it's 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 a huge deal for me. So I uh, implore anybody that likes my, my takes on fear porn and breaking down that part of the realm to uh, please... Uh, consider the Mandela effect with uh, more of an open mind and actually do some investigation rather than making claims about how we are just falling for companies and logos and brands changing names. You think we didn't fucking think of that? Do you think we didn't think to check different translations of the Bible or old maps or any of that? Of course we did. You're the ones that haven't done any investigation. You're the ones that haven't even done five minutes to try and debunk anything I've called a Mandela effect that's a product or a name change or or anything like that. You've never once come back and said, this is when this company changed this. This is when they changed their logo. This is when, you know, blah, blah, blah. They don't do any of that. And they mock and ridicule us. Uh, We're very aware over here. Uh, Well, you know, I mean, I, 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 I... you know, I'm told that I'm falling for some form of media psyop. Well, if the Mandela effect was a media psyop, 
I'd be one of the first people showing you it. But not only that, if the Mandela effects a media psyop, as these people say, well, we know there's plenty of people that debunk and tear apart psyops. Where are they? They're pretty silent about it, other than saying it's a psyop. Mm. That's but yeah, back to the fear point. If you want, I mean, we can go any any I direction mean, you want. We could. We well, talk when more do you think Mandela? Okay, so fear porn. Um, I mean, it, it comes in many, 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 many forms. You got, you got, um, you got podcasters. You've got news pundits. You've got the news. You've got movies. You've got television. You've got uh, the newspapers, right? I mean, like, so where did it all begin? Where do you think fear porn started out at? religion with religion (laughs) (laughs) uh, maybe before that but they've been doing it a lot longer than the media in my opinion all right there you go that's you know what it it all boiled down to originally like you know i don't say it all boils down to them i'm just saying they've been around a lot longer than the means we see it portrayed Ah, by now facilitated by so we know it goes at least as far back as that in my opinion i mean i don't know i can't handle these 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 religions and all these ideas that try and box people in or make people think they were born a sinner and all this shit. Mm-hmm. Give me a fucking break, dude. I'm a good person. That's what I'm worried about. And if somebody's going to judge me in some sort of way because I didn't believe they were going to come save us or whatever, and, you know, well, whatever then. I don't fucking care what that is. I have, so, yeah, I consider myself a Christian contrarian. We have these discussions all the time. Um, there's no religious fighting allowed in my chat. In my chat, I don't care, like... Like I'm not gonna let people fight about it. Um, I, yeah, I have, I have a, I've, I've seen all the documentaries. I've read all the books. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't even know where to go with that. You know what I mean? Like, like well, I've, 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 I've seen every religion. The most religious people I speak to, they have a really, they, they I, I see religion as kind of a roadblock to true spirituality. That's mm. how I see it. So I can sum it up in like that, you know, there and you they go. definitely instill fear in other things. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. If you're afraid of going to hell, afraid because you're afraid yeah. of going to hell because you might have sinned a little too much or you didn't, you know, you, you didn't, or, or whatever. You forgot to you forgot to ask for forgiveness for this one sin. I think it's just fucking crazy. I just it's all fear. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, so, in your capacity, and I think they act like cults. Not everybody that's in a religion acts like a cult, but the general premise of what the behavior uh, is. And I mean, I it think is. they're like cults. Yeah. They're like huge cults. It is. It is. Absolutely. Uh, I, can, <clears throat> I can say this, and as, as a Christian as well, that every terrible habit or inclination that I've ever had was never, ever uh, like um, prevent. I, I could never stop doing it because of the fear of hell. In fact, I would fear hell and then I would engage, engage in more of the same behavior. And so uh, what, what actually allowed me to stop doing things that I didn't like doing or that would be considered a sin, I guess it was worse than that I didn't like doing things that would be considered a sin. I, I just get one example would be abuse of alcohol. Like I was really abusing alcohol for many, many, many years. And, um, all of the negative consequences that could come out of that were not what got me to quit, but it was because I wanted something better for my life. I wanted to give my kids something better. And so like that whole fear of hell thing, it it doesn't stop people from sinning and it doesn't motivate people to become a better person. It doesn't motivate people to embrace a certain religion. And I don't think personally that there's anybody who's accepted Jesus Christ, for example, as a Christian, because they thought they were going to go to hell. And if they did, that's the wrong reason to do it. Right. 
to save you from the, like to, it's the save you from the fear the fear that's generated by the, the by the fire and brimstone preacher that tells you you're going to hell two things i was never into and i consider this a huge blessing is any religion oh, any politics um and thank thankfully my parents didn't make me do all that i did um you know we were they were allegedly protestant or whatever so no ccd but i did the sunday school thing just for like a year i was so busy with soccer they didn't want to make me keep doing it probably didn't want to take me there uh, and that was pretty much my only experience with that and and with church literally just like people's weddings and stuff like that i was never had to go to church and i never uh, supported any politicians or any of that i never understood any of that i always thought saw them as divisive even as a child you know people ask like did you think this way when you were young not about most things i believe the science teachers i believe the history teachers but i never bought into politics i always i was really into sports and i always made this analogy even in seventh and eighth grade i remember thinking this all the time i'm like so you're gonna build the best team of people to run the country but you're only gonna pick players from the american league and not the national league you know like it didn't make any sense Mm -hmm. to me it never did so just on that premise alone before you realize about corruption and all this other stuff the whole idea of politics never made sense and the whole idea of religions arguing over whose god was the the true god or whatever none of that ever made any sense to me at all so i'm blessed for that my whole my whole family on one side is very religious uh pastors pastors wives missionaries uh fundamentalist fundamentalist bible christians uh baptist fundamentalist baptist christians excuse me um so i grew up i grew up going to christian school and going to church and getting told you know all all the things um it's an interesting culture that that fundamentalist Christian thing in the United States that kind of ran the whole right for so many decades, you know. Um, and that turned out that was an op in and of itself. Like everything's a freaking op. Um, and and again, yeah. So religion starts the fear porn, and then it gra- they graduate what into television, and now it's. Man, you can't, I mean, like, they have everything, you know, the, don't go to the ATM because you'll get robbed. You don't let your kid play with the neighbors because they're going to rape them. Uh, every, they're going to poison you on Halloween. Don't get candy passed out from the, na- all this stuff that nobody's right. going to do. Right. Nobody stick ever did. It's candy. Yeah. Nobody's going to stick a syringe in your candy and poison you. No, that never happened. They've been saying that shit since I was Ooh. a kid. Now the new thing is they're giving out marijuana edibles. I'm like, where? Bullshit for yeah, well, yeah. Give, give me, give me some. Well, how about some of the older stuff? Yeah. I know maybe we we're going to touch on this earlier. I mean, back in the day, they had kids diving under desks in school because they thought nukes were going to get dropped on. Oh my god! I mean, dude. everybody get under your desk. Another, everybody get under your one desk. That our, our community just won't let go of the truther community, especially uh, the the community that Johnny and I are involved in with uh, like a lot of um, white positive stuff is the, these guys they just absolutely will not let go of the nuke idea and that oh russia's got the nukes and oh america's gonna nuke this and oh the samson option israel's got nukes with the samson option and oh they're just gonna nuke this and nuke that and we gotta worry about this and that and it's like nothing is ever going to incinerate the whole world no, it's never gonna happen no that's all all you had to do is look how hard they're pushing the idea that that can happen in the first place. And you ought to have a few red flags pop up and go, hey, maybe that's a lie. Hey, does that keep people locked in a fear mindset? Does that mm-hmm. allow them to be controlled by the governments? Yeah, it does. Well, then it's probably fake. And it is. 
as we've done many deep dives of. <laughs> oh yeah, don't, many many uh, hours of content. Johnny and I've done many many <laughs> hours of content on how fake it is. Oh man, but don't forget those skull. Those same people are also not just not just utilizing the fear aspect of it. They also like the whole like, you're denigrating white achievement. Oh yeah, right. White achievement. Really? What done. do you mean? All done they, by Jews. Wow, they act like you're trying to like uh, you know. Uh, not give credit to these great people that invented nukes or something? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah, yeah great, <laughs> great people. Yeah, Oppenheimer, these great, with me air quotes, so white even, people. Even like if they believe that they were real, they think you should worship the people that made the ultimate death bomb? Like, I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, only white people made the bomb, bro. So, yeah, we're the best. That's yeah, the, that's the white thing. people named Oppenheimer, and I can't remember the other names. Yeah, Schwartz. Oppenheimer, yeah, Schwartz, Schwartz yeah. and a Steinberg and a yeah. Yeah, there's a Steinberg and it's like it's like that Harry Potter meme. Whenever there's trouble, why is it always you three? And it's Steinberg and Wits. <laughs> right. I mean, we do, do yeah, I don't know, Brian, we do that on the show here. We we will we do talk about the J the, the JQ a bit because there's every time you turn around behind everything, it does appear that they're that they're there. The tiny hats do seem to show up quite a bit. But um, yeah, and that's the thing with like with the moon landing, like with us talking about the moon landing, you're you're denigrating white achievement. Only white people went to the moon. I'm like, well, OK, Chandraya five, Chandraya five is still alive. You know, where's your patriotism, <laughs> guys? You guys are so unpatriotic, unpatriotic science denying. Oh, oh God. Yes. <laughs> the, the unpatriotic thing. I was like, listen, bro, the concept of America, like if this is America, like what are you guys even trying to save? Look around you. Look at every city. Look at every like there's nothing left to salvage the, the, the whole point. And I like to bring this up is that uh, as much as I, I'm not, I, mean, I like George Carlin, I don't like George Carlin. I like George Carlin. I don't like his anti-whiteism. Uh, but when he said that if you think there's a solution to this problem, if you think there's some sort of solution, then you're part of the problem. Mm-hmm. because you cannot fight the matrix, the system, whatever it is. You can't, one, oh. and you, you can't, a group of people can't, the system, like, the script is written for billions or this whole thing, and you're not going to get in there with some white out and change it. No, the no. best you can do is everything you can to not give it energy and disconnect from it. Exactly. I mean, that's... Yep. Uh, and it took me a long time. It takes everybody a long time to learn that. I think we also gone through a similar journey. Correct me if I'm wrong, but when you guys first started, uh, quote unquote, waking up, you wanted to shout from the rooftops, and I still do. Uh, but you thought you were under this perception, like you were going to wake all these people up, mm-hmm. and that percentage just probably dropped every fucking year, and you probably realized there is no tipping point, right? Absolutely. COVID showed me that most of the people that I thought were already awake were actually still asleep. Like yes. there were so many people that I thought got everything that completely mm-hmm. bought the whole COVID light. And I was like, wow, this whole pool is a lot smaller than I thought it was. Actually, Skull, I think that was one of the things that surprised me is that you're surprised at that when that all happened. Cause like you were, you were like, I can't believe these people. Remember when this all was going down? Yeah. Oh, I know. And we January were getting, of 2020, I was and, like, you guys believe this? And like, we were getting kicked out of chats. Like, Skull and I were yeah. getting kicked out of chats by our, quote, friends, because we were uh-huh. we didn't believe in this deadly thing that was going to kill my grandmother, their grandma. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, bro, you guys, you guys believe in the ultimate conspiracy that there's a Jew behind every leaf blade of grass. You know what I mean? Like, you believe that, but you can't believe that these same people who control the absolute everything could manipulate this? Well, like, here's the thing. 
I tell people this a lot. People can, a lot of people can come to the understanding that they were lied to about this, that, and the other thing, but they've never been lied to in the current time. Right, but not this. It's like when they say, oh, MK Ultra was, you know, they stopped it. They said in 1967 it was stopped and that they, they, they declassified all the information. Yeah, sure, it stopped. Yeah, that's when they had their program completed and perfected so that they could implement it on the population at large. Right. Now they just call it Fox News, CNN, CSNBC, MSNBC. Yeah. One of the other things truthers love to cite that I think is hilarious because it's a psyop within itself is they'll talk about how the smith munt Act was repealed and now the media can lie to you. It's like, well, the media's been lying to you. It wasn't true before. This, that, that was yeah, that's a, that's a, right. that's a pissed that's on like breadcrumb. That's like the old events. Oh, well, the, back then they weren't lying. So I guess the moon landing's real. And right. JFK that's a Oh, that's a that's a pissed on breadcrumb to make you you know like a a red herring to go oh so look see 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 over here and get you off the trail you know and it's to give again to give energy into any government documents or repealed acts or any of it dude yep. it's all a facade to me yep. man I know people they they get triggered by that like, I don't put any talk in any of it and the other th- the other trick they have too is this whole. Um, this mentality of like, oh, we're going to get this guy out of office. Oh, let's throw Fauci in jail. Let's get Bill Gates. And it's like, ye- that's not going to change anything. Right. You there'll, know be what another, I mean? there'll be another oligarch. There'll be another. Father, oh, make, be yeah, another- it makes you believe there's hope. It, it, it gives you hope even just by giving you these. Right. And that's what Trump was that, supposed like, to be for. That's what Trump yeah. was for. Like, I fell for it. I like, okay, being the conspiracy guy, I like it's always, you know, I'm bringing up all the stuff about Trump and his family and his connections and blah, 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 blah. And this and, 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 and of course the tranny wives and, and, but all my friends were in this thing that I was in for a while. And they're all like, can't you just not be a conspirator for five minutes? We're going to win. And he's going to build a wall and kick out all the illegals and lock up Hillary. And I kind of, and like, I sort of like fell back asleep into it a little bit, and Skull, you were kind of like, "Oh, coming. dude, you seem like you're way too smart for that." I'm not I to, like, well, I, I allowed things, it. I'm surprised to hear you say no, that. No, I allowed it because I wanted my, I wanted to hang out with my friends. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah, I got, I, I, I got I, caught up in the excitement as well. I got caught up in the excitement, and I wanted, to, I <laughs> wanted to hang. Fucked. Like, like, no, it was, it was stupid. And I admit that it was stupid. Like I went, I even voted. Well, see, okay. First, first reason I voted is because I was in Berkeley, California. And I was the only person in Berkeley that voted for Trump. Had to be, had to be right. And I went in there and I voted and I got the, I voted sticker and I pulled my Trump MAGA hat out and put it on. My God, dude. And then you stopped and got a NASA tattoo on the way home or what? No, but I was doing it because at the time I was owning the libs, bro. I was owning the libs. Right. That was what was important was the ownage of the libs. Like, <laughs> Talk about wasted energy. huh? Uh, well, I was on my way. Yeah, it was total waste of energy. I was on my way home from work. Like I, I, I stopped by. It was like it wasn't a lot of waste. I literally was on my way home. But like, you know, I took a picture and I got a whole lot of likes on my picture. You know, I, was, I get it. It was gay. And it was like worshiping my own asshole there for a second. But like. And that's what that's what the whole social media was all about. And I and I did kind of fall for it, but I did. Because at the time, this podcast was on a network of other podcasts where we were, they, they were, were people pro and that shit. Yeah, they were pro Trump. And they were like, you know, they were like, Johnny's, Johnny's conspiracy podcast is cool. And, but, you know, you got to understand that most conspiracy theories are retarded. 
You know, that's like that's that's like the rest of the big most conspiracy theories are retarded. Trump's here to save us. <laughs> right, 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 right. But then but then like six months into Trump's or seven months into Trump's, uh, you know, presidency, they're all like, oh, my God, Trump was fake. And I'm like, I fucking told you you guys made me look like an idiot. Now I got to look like an idiot and be like, eh. But whatever, yeah. I, I, look, I, I, I mea culpa. I, I admit it. Like, like I, I did it to go along with my idiot friends that were having fun with it, and they're like, "We're gonna save America." I'm like, "We're not gonna save America," but this is still fun, you know. The energy of the the night that Trump won, like, like Skull, you remember that night that Trump won? Like, you, oh, yeah. you sang the fucking Star Spangled Banner, bro. Yeah, I did. I yeah. did. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, Brian, listen, nobody's proud of this shit, all right? <laughs> there was a time, you know, like before I did this whole thing and I was very patriotic and I used to call people on the next tell and anybody I knew of my friends that had their speaker on loud and like they were at work or something and I would belt out the national anthem in the morning. So I get it. I just don't get it how I think you were probably well past knowing that most of the shit is fake. And no, I was, I was, and I was playing along and I allowed, like I tr- almost pulled a cipher is what it was. Yeah. That's weird. Like, yeah, well, I was at the time I was like, cool. I found a group of people that I can like, they're, I don't know, dude. It's, it's a terrible look. I, it's, it, 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 it was, I admit it was a slip up, you know? Yeah, at least you can admit it. It's interesting to hear about it though. I'm not like, you know, no, it is. And it, like, I couldn't I, but imagine at the time, falling for politics after I like, was, you, well, I you, wasn't falling for the politics because I knew that all this, like, I was like, well, Donald Trump in the deep state, well, maybe he's got these, he's really going to do blah, 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 and Bannon, and these people are actually going to, uh, no, no, John, no, that's not going to happen. But well, it, also the, uh, you know, the fear porn played into that election as well, in that, remember, mm-hmm. Hillary was going to go to war with Russia and start right. World War Three, yes. and that was like the big meme, like, if she won, that was it, the whole world was over, we were definitely going to go to war with Russia. And of course, what they did instead is they just flipped the script on that. And they were like, oh, Russian hackers, Russian bots, and they stole the election. And it actually became much more gay. Like, at least we could, if it, were, if it was World War Three, at least we could just get it over with. But instead, we had to endure <laughs> this gay meme for four years of Russians right. stealing just the election. Do it. And, just do it. Yeah, yeah please. And uh, here we are, like, years later, where every other meme is like, World War Three is going to start, World War Three is going to start. And it's like, when? It never happens. Yeah, it's never going to happen. They've been threatening World War Three. Like I said, I like in 2004, 2005, I was listening to Alex Jones talking about Russia starting World War Three. You know, I've been saying about World War Three for years now uh, since the COVID operation popped off. They got they they used the COVID operation to get all this infrastructure in place. Why would they have World War Three and destroy all of that? Right. Right. Just like just like shutting down the Internet and shutting down all that other stuff. How are they going to continue to brainwash people if they if they shut off the brainwash machine? Eventually, people are going to wake up. You know, it's just if there is a World War Three, I think it'll happen largely on the Internet through a screen. Of course, it already is. Like all the stuff that happened, who's going to be fighting? I mean, it's not going to be it's not going to be people be drones and, and CGI. Um, like the stuff with Ukraine, like you see, you see actual people's phone videos from Kiev and it's like, well, where's their fighting? This is a very beautiful city. Yeah. All I've seen of that war is like guys out in a field, getting their legs blown off over and over and over and over and over. And that's probably real. Actually. It's like, they just send these guys out there to get their fucking legs blown off. And that's the whole war. Brian, did you see the uh, recent Israeli hostage release videos or pictures? Oh, my God. Where they're all like happy about it. 
Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. It's hilarious. They're all like smiling really big and they're like looking into the Hamas guy's eyes all woozy with hearts in their eyes and shit. It's like it, it couldn't be any more fake. Yeah. It's uh, either it's either the fastest case of um what do you call it? Um Stockholm, Stockholm syndrome. syndrome I've ever seen. Yeah. Like the quickest, most deepest case of Stockholm syndrome you've ever seen with every single hostage. Or they weren't really hostages. Yep. And the, the Hamas guys are all wrapped up with their whole head cover. It's like, how you don't know that's not a, an Israeli or a Palestinian? You don't know. Right. Or, an, just, or it's an a movie set. Just, just like everything else, it's a movie set. Mm-hmm. It's not even not a good that, one. Not that Israel's not actually hurting Palestinians, but that sure. part. Sure. I remember in, um, right in my early days of 9-11 and my awakening and all that, I was shown, I was told I needed to see by somebody that understood 9-11 media figure very well and was actually uh, ahead of me to that point. Told me I need to see something called Pallywood. Have you ever seen that? Pallywood? No. Yeah, it's a YouTube documentary type thing. It was going around on YouTube, but it showed them clearly uh, staging scenes between Israelis and Palestinians. And uh, one guy even fucking supposed he like falls off the gurney. He's supposed to be dead. He falls off the gurney and he gets back up and gets on it, you know, and it's just like, God, you know, Uh, it, it just showed so much blatant fake shit coming out of there. And this was in, you know, 2010. Um, oh, so okay, here we go. Richard yeah. Landy's video, it's a documentary titled Pallywood. According to Palestinian sources, which exposed alleged instances of media manipulation by Palestinians. It's the Palestinians who are manipulating the media, Goyam. It's not us. <laughs> it's those <laughs> evil Palestinians, don't you know? Yeah. That run the, yeah. yeah. It's them in the Chinese, in the Chai Coms. It's just the Chai Coms that are running uh, Hollywood or doing all the bad stuff down there. It's the Chai Coms. Yeah. 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 At the time, I probably didn't pick up on which way they were trying to spin it. But to me, the way it was clearly fabricated footage that was had been broadcast. Well, it's definitely both. If you look at a lot of the footage now that the Palestinians are putting out, like the dead kid footage, there's some that, that's, I think there's some that's real. Sure. But a lot of those videos, like it's just the kids that are all covered in white stuff and they're like laying there and there's almost no blood and there's no... You know when you see a dead body and you've watched gore videos and yeah, you can you're tell, like ooh that you get yeah, that feeling like, in the face that, of your spine yeah you're like yeah. that one's dead yeah. like none of these kids look like that these look like they're laying there right which they probably are they're just laying there just like the little Syrian boy where he's like sitting on the bench and then later you see him and he's like yeah he's like fine and it's he's wearing the same yeah. clothes oh and that's the that's the, the one- picture that's the picture that got me banned or blocked by uh uh what's her face there with the legs um. On CNN, what's the hell? Are, what's her name? The long-legged blonde chick, the uh, Megan Kelly. No, she got initials. Her name is like CC Cup. something. Cup. Yes, S E Cup. S E Cup. Yes, yeah, I got sure. blocked by her because she posted that picture and then a picture of her son. She's like, "This is my son, and this is my son in Aleppo." And I was all like, and I retweeted it. I was like, did the little star. I was like, this is my son. And this is a, a murderous uh, something thing that's going to grow up to want to murder my son. Fix it for you. <laughs> Instant block. But like, yeah. And I was like, and I, I guess this, this is, a, this is, a, this is a, a pal, whatever being used in a psyop who's going to want to grow up to murder your kid because he's, because he's American. That's what I said. Yeah. And it's like the little block. picture. It's like the picture of the kid with a boot on his head in the one picture. And then the next picture you see that like he's laying on the ground with an empty boot and he's playing with it. He's right. Smiling. Right. Or yeah. the, what about the drowned, the drowned Syrian kid, right? That they had to pose. And that's disgusting that they used an actual dead kid like that. Right. Because they do that. But like, yeah. you know, that's not how it happened. They had to like pose. No, there's other photos of the guy like yeah. posing the 
like fixing the body and then taking pictures of it. It's yeah, it's very disgusting. Sick. It's just it's very sick. But that's what they're like. Well, it's like uh, what was the movie with John Hurt in the 1980s? Network, right? It was the yeah, very. Yeah. There was the scene where he has to where he has to dredge up a tear, right? To to make it look like he's sad, like the interview he's doing is touching, and it's like, bro, they told you this shit in the 80s. Yep. <laughs> Again, you know, in the media, in the movies. Movie Earth, bro. It's on the table for me. We live in a big movie. It's a big shitty yeah. one. Yeah, it's a terrible <laughs> movie. It's a terrible I've, movie. I've talked about this, you know, and I get into theories about the Mandela effect and what this place is and yeah. is it like a West Coast scenario. Is it this? Is it that? Dude, Movie Earth is near the top of the list. I'm t- everywhere we look, it's fucking Hollywood props, tricks, scripts, and actors, right? I yes. Mean, is it, it, should, it should be at the very high near the list of what this place might be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, like, okay, enlighten us a little more on, on Movie Earth. No, I mean, just like when you start to think about what is this place, is it, you know, and I, I think of it as, you know, I, I lean towards it's it's God's created earth that was made for us. We were made special. You know, there's signs, obviously, we know that this place isn't an accident, blah, 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 blah. We don't have to go down all that big bang nonsense and all that. I think everybody here gets that. Um, but what happened? It got, it got taken over. It got corrupted. They built up the media. They controlled everybody's minds and they presented people with a different reality than the real reality. A different reality where you should be scared of everything. Everything's fucking scarce. The world's going to fucking collapse. The sun might crash into us. All this stuff that we know is never going to happen. Right. But everything, everything I've ever looked at, dude, I'm dead serious. Think about it. So 9-11, we talked about the Harley guy. And I know you guys obviously know many examples of actors. We don't have to name them all. Sandy Hook. Apollo, right. the astronauts, the media moguls. The astronauts about- have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, I dude, don't know how media- else to tell you what else they are. <laughs> the people involved in this war shit, people like the characters, the presidents, Dr. Yep. Fauci, yep. all of these people are fucking actors on a stage. And they use Hollywood trickery and doubles, body doubles and green screens and wire harnesses and CGI and all these things are employed in everything throughout our reality. Now, you also got like uh, a lot of the ancient history stuff is clouded with fake images and stuff. not saying none of that stuff's real, but I'm just saying like all of this, this past, present and future, it's all it's all a fabrication. It's a fucking movie script. So, I mean, Brian, Brian, haven't you heard that Bill Gates eats babies literally? He literally eats and fillets them and eats them with his lunch every yeah. day. Every I mean, day. it's it's so ridiculous, dude. And I just uh, and when you know everybody's in on it, like with COVID, like look at all the musicians, right? And the people like The Rock and all of these people, dude. They all will just completely sell their soul and say anything people want in front of a camera. Now, me and you and this guy, my and Johnny, you know, we we, we might not be actors, but. <laughs> so many of the people that have influence over this reality are. Did, did I just get called this guy on my own show? I'm just fucking <laughs> I forgot your name for a second, Johnny. It slipped, it slipped from my mind for a second. It's all dude. good, Brian. That's that's such that's such a that's such a Massachusetts thing though, like a Boston like. And this guy hey, over this here. Guy. This fucking guy. This fucking kid. This kid. This kid. This kid over here. Or like some of the ideas that Nathan has, right? Like right. He, you know, we were kidnapped and brought here or something. Like maybe we were brought to this huge fucking deceptive movie set. You know, the, the Prison Planet. Well, <laughs> that's like well, Alex oh, Jones' okay. first website was called PrisonPlanet.com. Right. Yeah. And the theory of the prison planet or the soul, <clears throat> the soul lure system, like uh, like our, our friend there, um, Howdy McCoskey talks about, um, you know, this is a soul trap. This is like we got to figure out the way out of the game, the out of the um, uh, of the labyrinth. 
right? You got to figure it out. You got to spe- speak friend and enter, but you got to speak friend and exit, maybe. Yeah, the yeah. Truman Show, too. The Truman yeah. Show, except oh, yeah. a lot of the actors, the people that we yeah, interact with, they, day-to-day basis don't realize that there are also actors playing bit roles. Yeah, dude. It's, yeah. See, I don't know, man. I mean, because look how deep the fakery goes. I mean, they even faked out complete cosmology. Like, just several years ago, we didn't know this, but now we don't even believe what they're telling us about outer space, any of it. Like, it's a complete fabrication. I'm not saying there isn't stars up there and nothing up there, but everything they told us about outer space and space travel and the distances and all that, it's all a complete fabrication. So how far does this fabrication go? Now we know that this solid reality and the rules of reality that we thought of physical matter and time are completely out the window with the Mandala effect. So how far does this go? Yeah. What is this fucking place, dude? Right. You know? Right. I mean, yeah. What What is it? Is it is it an infinite plane? Is it? it are we in a computer simulation? Is it the matrix? Are we? We're not brains in a vat. I don't buy that. But one thing I do buy um, is that if it is a simulation and the matrix is true, the matrix is not going to program in an exit for you. You're not going to like there's like 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 I said with the Carlin quote, you know, if if you think there's a solution, you're part of the problem. Mm-hmm. You can't, you know, like like how many iterations of Neo were there? 7 or something like that, right? And and he was he was programmed into the matrix. So they knew the, the matrix is such a good metaphor for the truth community cuz like all the people think they're in the matrix and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, I woke up from the matrix. I pulled the thing out of the back of my head and now I'm wearing the frayed sweater and eating the yeah, the eating weird the slop gruel." But it's like, yeah, but he was still in the matrix at that point. Like he started doing the superpowers in the Nebuchadnezzar and that area, yeah. which means he was still in the matrix because he wasn't in reality because he wouldn't have been able to do the superpower thing. Right. So you can't do that's where you guys are as well. You've been given the next level, the next graduated animal farm level. And you up here and you think you've got the superpowers, but you're actually just in a different part of the system. You're just in a different paddock. Yep. Steven Paddock, as a matter of fact. Steven yeah. <laughs> That's the oh. uh, Vegas guy, right? Yeah. 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 I'm swear <laughs> to God, dude. I want to see the fucking Ellen DeGeneres show where it's, where it's the like the fucking the uh, the the Vegas reunion show where you get 50 people together that all got winged at the Jason Aldean dude, speak, show. Right. Speaking of music shows, did you see the Eminem video he made of recreating that whole fake story about the no. guy in the hotel room and everything. Oh, no, really- I know he was on Fortnite today because my kid plays Fortnite. And, and there's well, you got to see the video. I did a whole uh, live stream burying the dude because it was so disgusting. Okay, it was obviously pushing the whole official story and Eminem's like up in the hotel and he's turning into to Paddock. He's like going back and forth and like, you know, he's like he, he does the whole scene with like oh, the machine Jesus guns Christ. and all this shit. Dude. It was so, so he's, crazy. He's reinforcing the fake narrative, right? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. I mean, no. Right. Did, did they show him haul the four hundred pounds worth of weapons up the? Uh, <laughs> it was? I, I think they might have shown something like that, but they know, probably what they probably did was like show like multiple shots of him going through the security cameras. Remember, because that yeah. was the deal. Was Paddock yeah. just made Paddock just made six hundred and thirty-five trips. Remember, right? Yeah. <laughs> He brought each individual bump stock in his back pocket every time he came in. Like, whatever, dude. Yeah, up, and then broke out the hurricane glass from his hotel room. Yeah, two, then two, broke out the 450-pound glass by yeah. himself. Again, back to 9-11, same shit. You know, shatterproof windows. There were no jumpers on 9-11. Nobody's breaking those windows. No, and the shots they showed you on TV, the it's windows they showed you didn't even match anywhere near in size with the actual World Trade Center. No, it was all fake. It was all fake. It was all fake. No, people actually jumped. They hit 
they hit the dog. The dog Sirius died on 9-11 and the first chaplain died and he got smashed by somebody jumping out of well, the window. Like the dog's name was Sirius? Serious. The dog's name was Sirius. Are you yes. fucking kidding? I would not like want to see you serious. Are you serious? Like, <laughs> but you're not. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding Remember me? Remember the 9-11 surfer? Remember the story about the guy that surfed down like 80 levels? Oh, dude, right. 9-11? Yeah, the silver surfer. <laughs> the silver surfer on 9-11, yes. Fucking Joe Satriani. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, what? And people bought that. Like, I didn't believe 9-11 from the beginning. I never bought 9-11. Um, that was one. Oh, that, I did. That was, I was all in about it. Oh, were you? I was in the military when it happened. So, like... I, we were all like, me and a couple of my buddies were like, how the fuck? No. Like, that can't. NORAD? Really? Like, I know people that work at NORAD. There's no way. Hold on a second. Let me get the phone. And he couldn't get a hold of his buddy. We're like, okay, that's weird. The best part about NORAD is, and, and Northwoods, I mean, NORAD and all these other places is, you know, it's like, oh, so you're saying they just stood down. Well, there was nothing to stand down from. Right. Because there was no planes. Right. It was all in the media. It was all, they well, didn't, they, they, it's not like people saw something and they got a stand down order. And, oh, why is my boss making me not react on this? Nobody saw nothing because there was nothing. Because if, if there was anything, it was an exercise which was planned. And there is actual audio recordings of them going to towers talking about where the, where the guys like, is this real world or exercise? And they were exercise, exercise, exercise. Was, yeah, there's the story the of the firefighter from yeah. the Judy Wood interviews where the guy's like, oh, yeah, I was running up the steps and then everything just disappeared. And I was just at the bottom of the pile after that. It's like, really? Is that how things work? So hold on. Wow. Hold on. The directed energy weapon vaporized everything except you. Yeah. 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 He was good. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. That's crazy, bro. That's such a crazy story. Bro, you believe that shit, bro? It's crazy. Yeah, but see, people saw firefighters talking about the event, so it definitely happened. Bro, my cousin's a fucking firefighter, okay, over there in the Bronx, okay? He was over there that day. Don't you even say, my cousin's nephew's sister's brother died in that thing, all right? Well, there's a different level of emotional attachment. It's like, it's, so the first level that people can't get through in the truth community is the planes, right? Yep. They'll give you shakes in the Pentagon, no problem, but the yep. planes in New York. Then once they get past the planes, it's like, well, the next thing they can't get past, I mean, obviously, is there being no deaths. But even the idea that, you know, thousands of people were faked, they might be able to get some of that, but they still want to cling on to the jumpers, right? right. Then you get them past that, and they're still going to tell you, well, the first responders definitely died. It's like these different levels of emotional attachment I watch mm -hmm. them go through. And it's like, for anybody listening to this, if you think that maybe we were right, nobody was in the buildings, but they were tricked, and the first responders went there and died. Well, why aren't the hospitals chaotic and why are EMTs walking around with the hands in their pockets? Exactly. Especially, especially EMTs. <laughs> why wouldn't EMTs be extra worried about first responders oh, being in, in, exactly, in danger? Exactly. Like, these are their these are their bros. These are fire department guys. These people, they, they knew they've been on calls with each other together, you know. So, yeah, I don't believe any of that. It was, it was a controlled demolition done with with media fakery. Absolutely. I love when people say, hey, and I know you understand, people are like, well, it was a controlled demolition. I'm like, okay, what happens in a controlled demolition? Oh, that's right. They make sure nobody's in the area. They yeah, exactly. They clear the area out for blocks at a time. <laughs> Weird, huh? How that happens, yeah. Some people definitely got in there and got killed. What are you talking about? I mean, you don't think these people that plan all this can seal off a fucking perimeter? Like, right. what are you talking about? They shut off. Well, what? Okay, but then you got the uh, the the art team that was doing the you know the yeah that's the demolition be, team. Yeah. You shut up, like stop yeah. it. Like the coping, the amount of copium that is ingested, that, the amount of mental gymnastics it takes. This oh, this is one of the things that I love to hit normies with or family members or friends or whatever that are almost there. 
is to explain to them the levels of mental gymnastics you have to be on in order to accept the normie mainstream media narrative, right? Because it's the mainstream media, like like the like our narrative is they they uh, they cordoned off the they cordoned off Manhattan, demolished the buildings, and showed everybody fake footage. Period. It's over. Right. Three. Boom, boom, yeah. boom. It's that, that simple. One, it's, I, agree, it's, I agree with all of that. It's that fucking simple. Now, in order to believe the official narrative, quotation marks, official narrative, it's like so many levels. It's like Michael Phelps Olympic level fucking uh, mental gymnastics or not Michael Phelps. What's her face? It was the, the gymnast that was so famous. He's a swimmer. Mary Lou Retton. Okay. It's Mary Lou Retton levels of mental gymnastics. I ruined that whole joke. But, but you yeah, know Michael what I mean? Like, in order to believe that 19 Saudis and an Egyptian guy happened to hijack three airplanes with box, these manless, these five foot three little Arabs happened to hijack these airplanes with a box cutter when there were ex Navy SEALs on board these planes that couldn't stop them, right? Who, who those guys happened to telepathically coordinate an attack together to stop these guys and to get flight 93 crashed in Shanksburg, right? The, the fucking let's roll thing, because you can see made, the guy because somehow made phone calls. Yeah. Made phone air. calls from planes that didn't have fucking phones. Like we've gone over all this. Those planes didn't have phones. Planes didn't have phones. They did not have phones. That whole, that whole thing with, uh, you know, those hospital videos I talked about, the EMT whistling Dixie in that very video when he's walking outside that hospital and the reporter's like, oh, there's nobody here because they're all dead. They said, well, we had one person brought here and it was uh, it had to do with the solicitor, Ted Olson and his wife and the phone call from the plane. And I tell people they do this because now you're talking about the planes being really in, you know, exactly. like whether, yep. there's, a, yep. whether yep. there's a phone or not, you're talking about the planes. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're still talking about the planes, even like, yeah. It, it, so it, it doesn't matter. Like, like I said, though, there's, there's the amount of mental gymnastics you have to be on in order to believe the official narrative about anything. And I think that's, I think that's part of it. I think making the official narrative complicated does something to the normie mind to make them grasp it even harder because they feel like, they understand. They don't understand. It's like that black phrase. They overstand, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? You yeah. ain't got to tell me, bro. I overstand, bro. The actual word means to stand under the knowledge, which that's what, it, never mind. But let's um, address the uh, point of like, oh, do you, so you think the government is it cares about you? Because this is what people will say to me. Right. And I'll be like, listen, listen, here's how this stuff works. Very easy example. Uh, let's just say I was running 9-11 and I had to approach 100 guys to be boots on the ground, whatever, federal agents of some sort. And I'm like, hey, listen, uh, this we're going to do this today. Uh, it's for the good of the country. You'll be compensated well. You'll be a hero, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, a few thousand people are going to die. Dude, nobody's going to go along with that. I know everybody thinks everybody's evil, but these guys, these, these guys are not going to go along with that. But if you rephrase it to these brainwashed federal agents, cops, whatever, hey, blah, 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 good of the country. And this is just a drill. You can never say anything, but nobody's going to get a fucking uh, a, a, a hair hurt on their head. They're all going to go along with it. Yeah, that's how it works. Because and and also, they don't want to make these huge problems for themselves. First of all, if you really kill anybody, even even if people think a handful of people died, they won't they won't go to zero. They want to hang on to that handful of people died. Well, now everybody that's involved has death on their conscience, and at some point they're going to want to speak about it. Now, granted, it might be hard for them to speak. We know about the control of the media, but they don't want that. And right. if you really kill anybody, you have real families to deal with, mm-hmm. possibly real wrongful death lawsuits of all different kinds that could open up legitimate investigations into areas they do not want you prying into 
Absolutely. So control. So- they control everything. Why would they let all of these unknown elements mix up the stew that they're creating? It's- so they, they want to control everything. So why would you kill people? Because that just causes all sorts of other people to start poking their nose where they don't want to be, to be poked. But if right. you don't have anybody die, nobody's going to get too emotional about going and looking around for their dead relatives. They just hear about somebody else's dead relatives and then they get emotional about that as a form of like vicarious anger towards whatever it was that happened. And then that works on every single person's level because the normies get angry. And then the truthers get angry because the government killed people and they get, they need to fear the government. They need to fear, like feel like there's this enemy that's able to take them out at any time that they have to fight. Yeah. It gets everybody riled up. I mean, my own dad doesn't speak to me because of uh, me calling out Sandy hook on the day. Mm, And he publicly disowned me on Facebook and let everybody know he's ashamed to be my father because of what I have to say about the kids that got killed in Connecticut. Oh boy. Wow. That's a shame. I'm sorry to hear that, bro. My, but my father, if he were alive would probably be right along there, even though he, I talked to my dad on nine 11 and he was joking uh, about him and his buddy Andy rolling uh, run, rolling down to New York to go shoot ragheads because they're taking out our buildings. Wow, dude! I mean, I so like that's uh, the yeah. kind of that's my the kind of that's the kind of guy my dad that's the kind of boomer my dad was. <laughs> so my original talk with my dad was when I first started looking at nine eleven, and I hadn't got past the gatekeeping documentaries yet. But anyways, you know, I looked through some stuff. I told him to come over. I really needed to talk to him about something, right? So he sat down with me. I started showing a bunch of stuff, mostly firefighters talking about bombs going off in the basement and and stuff like this before the airplane hit and, you know, the sounds of the building collapsing and all this. And at the end of it, after like three three hours or something, I'm like, so what do you think? He's like, what do I think about what? I said, the firefighters and their testimony and the bombs going off in the basement. And he's like, oh, that was just the collapse of the buildings and the staircases twisting. I said, you don't think firefighters know what explosions sound like? He said, don't ever talk to me about this again. Man. And he's a brainwashed police captain, now retired. Oh, uh, boy. Then, the, then, then we didn't talk much. He didn't disown me yet at that point. And then this is just two years. My 9-11 thing was at the end of 2010. So two years later, at the end of 2012, with Sandy Hook. And he pulled his shit. It also uninvited me to Christmas all in that one move in 2012. We've probably spoken just a couple times since then. And, uh, you know, his sister disowned me when COVID started and found out I was going to California. And she told me I was going to put everybody's life in danger and I was going to kill people with my reckless behavior of going to the beach. Um, And, you know, he uh, his profile picture, I don't know about right now, but, you know, last year or so on Facebook was literally him with the fucking banner that says I got my COVID nineteen vaccine. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. But your dad may have a point because Sandy Hook clearly had to have happened because they just sued Alex Jones for a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but 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 Skull, but Skull, he well, he agreed to settle out of court for eighty five million. Do you remember oh. that fake deposition he gave years ago regarding this? I yeah. mean I, I watched that and I was like, oh, this yeah. is so Yeah. How, how could anybody believe this? He's an entertaining actor. Bill Hicks is. I I love watching him. He's one of my favorites. That's one of my one of my favorite characters to talk about. Uh, do you, what do you think about what do you think about the poor Berk, what his company getting set upon by the FDA? Like they're they're suing him. they're suing his the poor water filter salesman. They're calling his water filters. Uh, what are they calling him? Uh, uh, Shit. Uh, the Berkey water. The Berkey water filters. Yeah. yeah. It's like they're like they're like uh 
bug poison or something like that? Hold on a second. I fucked up. I should have had this already pulled up. Berkey. Yeah, there's there's like a bacteria or something. They they classified it as a pesticide. As a pesticide. Oh, yeah, because it's got silver. Because they use silver. Because they use silver in their filters. They're classified as a pesticide. Thank you, Skull. Yes. And so this poor water filter salesman, you know, Alex Jones, poor persecuted water filter salesman, is further persecuted by now the federal government. Once again, he just can't buy his Berkey water filters. But I actually have a Berkey, and I actually like it. And it has nothing to do with Alex Jones. It has everything to do with Alex Jones. But um, I bought it probably 12 years ago. And you can't Did buy he sell them. I didn't. I didn't realize he sold them. He was well. They were advertised on his show. That's oh yeah. They were advertised on his show, and that's it was it was uh, Berkey water filters uh, and his the colloidal silver, and then the super male vitality and all that stuff. But yeah, Berkey. The plot thickens. Oh, I didn't just, know that. Yeah. Oh, they were sold. They were sold on Alex Jones website. They were, but they were like back when. This was back like 2003, 2004, 2005 when Tex Mars and all those guys were on there. It was uh, Michael Tessarion was going on, Alex Jones. Yeah. And um, when he was still, when he would still do the thing, he'd say, I am Jewish. Okay. I, I am Jewish. All right. All right. I'm Jewish. Okay. You want to come, you want to come at people? Come at me. I'm Jewish. All right. So yeah, that's, 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 that was back when he was doing that shit. Uh, when it was fat, redheaded, and kind of chubby. And he was telling everybody that the Arabs run the media. Yes, yes, yeah. The Chicoms, the Chicoms, and the Arabs—they run the media. They're the Chicoms, the Arabs. It's the Arabs. It's the, the the Saudis. It's those Saudis. Those terrible Saudis, Saudis right. in the media. Yeah. So, I don't know if is that a good Alex Jones or is that not a good Alex Jones? Yeah, but no, I was really going to tell you it's it, it's pretty good. And check the private chat when you can. Okay. I was going to tell you, dude, that's pretty good. You do you do a good one. And I and and uh, you know, we all go through this, right? We all th- there's no way to go through into these topics in uh, without going through these gatekeepers. And we kind of all just learn our lesson. And I I even I was uh, there for a while, probably six, seven, eight months. Alex Jones and Jesse Ventura and all this. Oh my God. Uh, I love Jesse Ventura. Jesse, uh, I love conspiracy there, was thermi- there was thermite in the paint. I can't do it, Jesse. But yeah, yeah, the thermite in the paint, dude. It was like, dude, and Jesse Ventura was Judy Wood, Both of them, they love Judy. Yes. Wood, yep. Yep. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. you guys- that means that the government can incinerate you at any time with one of their secret directed energy yeah. weapons. And, and here's how she's a next level gatekeeper, even though, you know, with 9-11, even though she doesn't have the influence of Alex Jones or maybe even Jesse. Uh, but as far as with 9-11... Uh, specifically, she certainly does. And the way that she's the next level gatekeeper is because you go through these awakenings, right? And then you, uh, like I said, with Alex Jones, I realized his agenda against no planes. What that did for me, I really started to see it everywhere in the 9-11 truth movement. I was already seeing it, mm-hmm. but then I saw how small of a group we were that were talking about no planes at the time and all the hatred we took. I started to see how these other people were gatekeepers and all these different things that they were promoting to, to push you into the fear. So what they do is with Judy Wood, she'll give you no planes even in New York. Yes. Um, but she's still pushing 2,600 people or whatever in the towers got incinerated with this fucking magical weapon that evaporated all the people and all the contents in the two biggest buildings basically in the entire world. Well, and don't forget that no, no planes theory had a well poisoner right off the bat. I can't remember his fucking name. Um, uh, the- yeah, Ace Baker. Ace Baker. Yeah, the no. crazy drug addict. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he faked. Oh no, that was uh, Nico helped was the Nico, really loose cannon one, Nico but Ace Houth, Baker yeah, faked yeah. his suicide on yes. Jim Fetzer's. Okay, yes, Ace and they Baker. Were totally in on it together. Yes, they, Nico helped and Ace Baker, right? Because well, we've had we've had Simon Shack on the show, who is by the way is fucking great. I love Simon Shack, uh, and he's he's the uh, the authority uh, authority authoritative no planes documentary guy that you want to check mm-hmm. out his uh, his. 
September Clues videos. Uh, but yeah, we even had the No Planes Well Poisoner right off the bat, that Nico Hout guy right off the bat. He was screaming in Manhattan about No, no Planes, and he was a drug addict. He was waterboarding himself. Yeah, water, no waterboarding no himself. Yeah. So and that just automatically it's what Alex Jones does. Alex Jones goes on Piers Morgan and screams about, you know, they're making human pig chimeras up on the ISS. Right? And most normal people just change the channel because Alex is a hugely bloviating retard. They don't want to hear that. But the reality is they are making human pig chimeras. They're just making them at the University of Georgia. Yeah, that's the really interesting thing about Alex Jones as a gatekeeper is because they allow him to tell like most of the things he says are actually true, but they paint him. He paints himself as such a ridiculous caricature. And the things he says, the truths he gives you are so outrageous that people don't want to believe them. So they just outright reject the whole thing and then automatically paint you with the same brush if anything about you is associated with Alex Jones or and that includes even if you don't like Alex Jones, <clears throat> You just have the same, you say the same thing that he said, which yep. happens to also be true. But because Alex Jones said it, the entire philosophy that you espouse is rejected outright because he's a crazy person. Right. Yep. You're that an Alex Jones to your too. conspiracy. You know how many people, of, um, when I was talking to people in California on the beaches and stuff, especially in the first year of it in 2020, and obviously me and Steffi are walking around without masks and t trying to talk to people. The first thing they'd say to us is, oh, you're a Trump supporter? And I'm like, no, I'm just an oxygen breathing supporter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you believe the earth is flat? If you say anything about uh, in doubting the space narrative. Oh, so the earth is flat, which means, right. yeah, it is. But also that means they can outright reject anything you say. Right. Because that's a that's an in before but, that they right. all have. But here's the thing with Jones and stuff. These guys, it, it, they're selective on what they'll give you, of course. Uh, and the stuff he gives you is kind of all the stuff that keeps you on edge and scared. And let's talk about the bigger picture of at least, you know, we all have our own thing. I'm going to talk from my perspective. The biggest things that I've been through for my personal journey, it's definitely different for everybody, right? So I'm just going to tell them real quick. Those topics would be 9-11, right? And, you know, fake school events, um, the, all the stuff to do with NASA and the globe, the Mandela effect, and COVID-19. So from my perspective, okay, um, just let me let me run down this. In my perspective, COVID-19 is completely fake, nothing to be afraid of. In my perspective, the globe is completely fucking nonsense, absolutely fabricated. Uh, from my perspective, 9-11 is completely fake. All the school events and the Mandela effect is very real. These are all very important to me. Alex Jones would never tell you any of those truths. Yep. Absolutely. And, and that politics is a complete show. He was actually telling people to vote for Trump. Yes. So, right. you know, I, I just wanted to add that like, while he does give you some truths, he's not giving you the bigger picture truths that are the most important. Well, that's Correct. that's we why he's a, that's why he's that. a, that's why he's a gatekeeper and a uh, and a um, what do you call it? graduated animal farmer. He's 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 probably one of the he's probably one of the biggest. I mean, he's the, the he is the biggest well, name he, in in gatekeeping. I think. It, well, he's there to like he, he present all these rabbit holes that whichever one you want to go, here he is. He's got this category, huge categories of them. Which one do you want to go down and be stuck in for years? Right. And not just the bigger picture. You know. Right. Right. Yeah, and he'll you know he'll talk about the globalists and the chaicoms and the Arabs and there than this guy and that guy, but he won't. They won't. They won't ever. He doesn't ever really, really tell you what's going on. Even the fact that he uses that word is a form of gatekeeping. Globalist. Yes, globalist. Yeah. Yep. 
Prison Planet. Prison Planet. <laughs> yeah, Planet. Right. <laughs> well, Prison Planet. Yeah, but the whole well that concept the whole, that is for him. I think he's using it differently than like say Howdy McCoskey would. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's using the fear. Well, they kind of both. Do you think both do? I don't. Don't. I don't yeah. Come on, don't. Because I still no, want to talk to Howdy. Yeah, I, I like Howdy. I like Howdy a lot. I like Howdy a lot. His, I, yeah. His philosophy seems a little dark. But did, yeah. his, did his book come out yet? I don't know. I you should check. I feel. Yeah, I should. I feel like I should know this. I feel but like Alex's, I should yeah, know this. Alex's prison planet is like the government is always evil and going to get you. And right. well, it is always evil, but it's going to get you. And there's not not a lot you can do about it unless you. What, uh, you know, 1776 is coming again, but it's like, how, what, what do you suggest we do in right. what way? Right. We have right. an armed revolution. Right. But then, but then and again, certain things that I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, oh no, I'm saying, but then again, Skull, but then you read 1984 and you read what, what Orwell said. It was that, you know, if they, if, if the people didn't, rev- didn't revolt, they're never going to revolt, but they're, they can't revolt because now they're too soft. You know what I mean? There's yeah. the, 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 if then is never going to happen. Because right. of the yeah, and that thing is like you can see that every single day in society, and that's and again, and it goes back to like the the Carlin quote and all that other stuff. Like there's the fighting of that. It's literally Sisyphus. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know how like once you start to become aware, you know, of course, everybody's going to tell you nine eleven is an inside job at right. the very least. You know, Don Henley will get- sing you a song about it. Yeah. So the same thing goes with COVID, right? This is why, like, you know, if somebody is talking about vaccines, uh, you know, deadly and all this, but they're not telling you that COVID's completely fake. In my eyes, they're either, you know, stupid or they're a gatekeeper because that's what that's doing is that's still keeping you in fear. And you can't come out uh, in now in 2023 and talk any truth and promote, you know, the COVID vaccine, right? So you have to at least say that that's completely fucking fake and, you know, not fake, but not good for you and all, whatever. Um, but like, if they're not, it's, you know, these people that get promoted on all these sites like Rumble and all that, it's just like, it's just like the Trump people, right? These people are all over that'll tell you vaccines are bad, but they're not telling you that COVID's completely fake. So it leaves yep. you in the state of mind where it's like, and Alex Jones falls into the suit. It leaves you in the state of mind where like, okay, this is very dangerous, but, but I could still die from COVID. So maybe I should go get this. You're still in fear. And that you're actually damned if you do, damned if you don't in your own mindset, you know? Right. If you put energy into that, because you're going to think either I'm going to get this vaccine and I uh, should be protected, but I could still die or I'm I'm just going to die from COVID. Right. I've never seen a mainstream uh, person who's against vaccines say that the whole thing was fake and a lie from the beginning. Like Robert, is it Robert Kennedy? Whichever that Kennedy guy is. Yes. That Yeah, uh, yeah he's so anti-vaccine, but he's never, ever said COVID was fake. He, In fact, he, he talks about COVID being real. Alex Jones, has Alex Jones ever said COVID's fake? Nope. No. Oh, come on. Really? That's no. just. Not that I know. I don't come think on. so. I don't think so. Yeah, that, that was the most obvious of all. Like, I, come on. <laughs> I, I just don't understand. Yeah, like, it's so hard to understand the normie brain, even the normie that sort of gets things and, and, and believes COVID was real. Like, it, you look around. <laughs> and so many people in our thing. Well, I got COVID though. Well, how do you know you got COVID? Because I tested positive for COVID and okay. I got sick. It's like, yeah. have you ever gotten sick before in the past? What do you think the test was? Do you think the test could, I mean, could you perform your own test? Oh, you can't, can you? So the test, if it makes a little line, then that's COVID. Well, they gave the test to a mango and the mango had COVID. So that tells you the tests are fake. Right. So what do you think? Do you right. think maybe you just got sick like you always got sick in the past? Like, I got sick with the flu 
when I was 40, seven years ago. It was the first time in my life I've gotten the flu that I remember. And it was bad. For five days, I literally just could, I couldn't get out of bed. I just laid around. I drank, I sipped water, peed. That's all I got up to do. And then I slept for five days. It was horrible. This was well before COVID. And whenever I finally got whatever was going around during COVID, it wasn't even that bad. It wasn't as bad as what I had gotten a few years ago, which was the flu, which tells you there's no difference. But if you talk to even guys in our community, they're convinced, no, no, this was different because I lost my taste. Oh, God. Right. Do you guys remember? Do you guys ever like, remember? Every time I ever got the flu, I lost my taste. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Does yeah. nobody remember getting sick and not being able to taste shit for two weeks? Yeah, like did, did, what? Like I, I was looking around at people, and I was like, my, my buddy's like, no, I can't taste anything. I'm like, okay, it's cool. You're sick, but but I can't yeah. taste anything. Yeah, I know you're sick. It's what happens, bro. Yeah, but it's people been two weeks. Sick. Okay, so it's been long. Like okay, maybe like maybe some people that was extended in. I knew a guy that couldn't taste or smell anything for like six months, supposedly. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. If he was making it up, but that was what I was told by him. <clears throat> that he couldn't taste or smell, and his wife his wife corroborated the story. Maybe he was making it up the whole time. I don't know. Guys have faked things for long. Women have faked things for longer than six months. So, I mean, guys could fake, you know. Also, like, psychosomatic illness. Like, right. I mean, also, psychosomaticism exists. Like, you yeah. know, and and uh, what is it? Uh, the placebo effect exists. So, um, and that was another thing. Now, now speaking of placebo skull, when the vaccine, uh, when we first started calling it, in quotes, calling it with COVID, we called that there would be a vaccine. And not only was there one, there were several, but we we never, all we said was that we, we didn't recommend getting the vaccine. We never, I don't believe any of us here at the Paranormies ever pulled the, the alarm about uh, don't get it because you're going to, because you're going to be uploaded into the beast system kind of a thing. Right. Or that it was a genocide shot that it was going to kill everybody. We yeah. never said that. Yeah, we, we never said any that. We got accused of that constantly. We yeah. were accused of that. Constantly. constantly accused of it. But we never said. In fact, many times we said it was something about transhumanism at best. Mm. Hey, hang on one second, Skull. Uh, Brian, do you, want, do you want to go fill your coffee again, bro? I think Brian might have already actually gone to do that. Yeah, okay, well, we'll just keep recording, and then when he comes back, I don't know. Uh, he asked about a break, and then we just kept talking, and I'll okay. edit, I'll, I'll edit this out. It's fine. It's fine, dude. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> it's kind of weird, right. though, yeah. Um, oh, man, what the hell were we just talking about? The COVID being fake. Yeah, and psychosomatic illness, and uh, yeah. we totally, we totally called. Yeah, uh, you're crazy. <laughs> I typed in the chat. You, you, uh, did you see what I wrote? I said I got to pee. You don't got to go to break. I can get coffee and pee in under three minutes. Just don't call on me. I got headphones on listening. Oh no! Oh no! Right after I typed that, you you said skull like specifically to talk to him. I'm like, all right, he gets it. We're flowing with it. I'm downstairs <laughs> filling up my coffee, and then I hear you go. Did Brian, Brian, you want to get a coffee? And I'm, I'm, I'm literally downstairs pouring it. But oh, I'm you're good. Now. You're good. Hang on a second, because now I got, now I got a piece. So like, give me a second. Yeah, I tried to make it. I tried to make it so you didn't have to break the flow. Now. Oh no, it's no problem. It's no problem, dude. I got, I'm just gonna. I'll edit this and I'll, I'll take care of that all. Yeah, it's yeah, cool. Yeah, give me two. Yeah, yeah, I'll be, be right back. All right, cool. So. uh... That's one thing I have issues with, dude. I drink a lot of fluid to stay hydrated, and I have to piss, like, all the time. I do it at work. I do it at home. I'm, like, peeing every hour. 
That's that's me now, actually, dude. I quit I quit drinking, and actually, when I drank, I used to like never pee weirdly. You know, like once you break the seal, you do. But I didn't have to pee all the time. And now that I don't drink, I drink a lot of water and coffee, and then I'm just constantly peeing now. I feel like a girl. Yeah, yeah, I pee all the time. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, I, that's why I, I uh, got back to you with that uh, message in the morning because I woke up and had to piss. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, fuck, I still gotta. Sleep. Yeah, I was like, I only had four hours of sleep. I gotta go back to sleep. Shit. I didn't get much sleep last night. I, I didn't get home till four a.m. Didn't get to sleep till like fucking five thirty. And then I got oh. up to bring my car to the mechanic today. Gonna be an epic round table in a couple weeks, buddy. Hell yeah, dude. I love those guys, man. That was really cool seeing that first episode with when you had both those guys on because I had actually made the comment. I was like, I wish Brian would get those guys on. Especially um C3PO's golden calf, because his videos are yeah. so cool. Like, God, I love that guy's videos, man. He, he he does such a great job of editing and putting stuff to music and putting different yeah ideas together that's just, that's really that's really cool he has a very unique presentation i really like it yeah me too sure and i really love doing the round tables you know yeah it's fun i mean imagine being these truthers out there that can't even have these conversations because they deny the mandala effect like just like crazy they're so triggered by it like how fucking boring yeah, my brother's like that man my brother gets everything but he gets so angry at me about the Mandela effect. I'm like, dude, how can you see everything? And then just that one thing, he's just like that one thing. He just gets angry. At me. He gets like, uh, angry, angry, mad. Like, like why? Like, what's yeah. the point of getting mad? He's, he's, he, and I won't bring it up because I don't want to bring it up to him because I don't want to. Like, yeah, but like, what's the I'm point? Like, what is he mad about? Like, what's the whole point? Yeah, he's like, like God damn it, go away! Why are you doing this to me? Is that what he's? Because the other day on like some podcast i was on i mentioned franco colombo and that's one of my strongest anchor effects and he was like you need to understand he was from romania so they end with a u their name ends with a u and i'm like yeah i mean that's true but it doesn't matter like there's tons of residue and i know it's my one of my strongest anchor effects like right. he told me my mom's maiden name like i know what her maiden name was. You're not right, going to convince right. me of anything otherwise. Sorry. Plus there's residue. Right. So, there's residue. There's residue. So lots of it. And and from sources like his best friend Alice Schwarzenegger. Yeah, right that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Right, right. That's what I told him. I told him. I was and, like, and why gold, is gold gym in Venice Beach, I think, has stuff of him spelled the old way. All right. Yeah, Matt from Quantum Conscious has a DVD box in his possession where on the box, the giant letters on the top of the box says Columbo. Columbo. He's got that not wrong. He's the fucking lead actor in the B movie's name. They got that wrong. Okay. Yeah, I know, right? All okay. Right, why, why does the residue reflect the same memory we all have? I'm not What's even going to edit this out. I'm just going to let this go as the rest of the show. Okay. <laughs> my, my yeah, yeah, yeah. 
No, sorry, bro. No, you bro- hey, listen, listen. We we have made mention of our family members and their inability to cope with the things that we talk about. Um, you, dude, he gets everything. Yeah. yeah. Just, so we're, okay. we're, we're going to so, put this in the show, right? We're recording now. Cause yeah, it's we're good record, stuff. yeah, we're recording. So check this out over okay. Thanksgiving. Um, I got my mom, my, my, uh, right wing Zionist Christian Fox news watching mom. To <laughs> my Zionist right wing mom. That's fantastic. Oh, absolutely. No, no. Like, bro, I grew up. That's like the total, the total right-wing American Christian, fundamental Christian, like like Israel's our greatest ally. Like, well, she 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 went down the she went down the USS Liberty, Levon affair, all that stuff. She she finally she finally looked at the T-shirts that I wear around her on purpose, and, <laughs> and did some <laughs> and did some did some some uh, duck duck going, and um. I got her to admit that I was right about a lot of stuff. And I was like, oh. but she's a boomer. So that lasted about 10 minutes. So, you know, yeah, <laughs> I love my mom. I do. But, and, but, she, but, but, to, you know, and to get, and I was right out of my mom after all these years, it was, it was, it was good. It was good. My mom's watching my shows now, which is a new thing. Yeah. It's, uh, maybe in like last year. Now she watches and, uh, that's awesome because she's usually in chat and she loves the Mandela effect. She's I would, totally yeah. Perfect. That's one. That's one that um, I think my mom might get into. Uh, she, uh, but she got into the, like she told me that she's at the point now. She's at the late. She's in her late seventies, and she doesn't care anymore. It's just I'm I'm old and I don't care about anything anymore. I'm just just want to hear about my grandkids and feed my chickens. So that's fair. Yeah. She's old. She deserves it. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, like, you know, I'm not going to let the rest of her generation get away with it. Right. The boomer yeah. generation. <laughs> like, I don't blame right. my mom personally for the boomer generation. Like, she didn't personally fuck everything up. But like the rest of the boomers, boy, y'all are all up better be on red alert. Um. <laughs> my mom also gets everything. She mm. enjoys all the content. She, my mom won't, my mom won't. She just, cause we're, we're, you know, we're, we use harsh language and other things. And, Oh, I don't think she would like our show. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, oh I, well, you said she enjoys the content. I thought she meant our, I, I mean, oh. just generally like the stuff we talk yeah. about. Oh, right. No, that's cool. Fucking assholes. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, um, like like when we do an episode about like Switzerland and we talk about, you know, the amount of small hats that are in Switzerland or that kind of stuff. And it's like, okay, that's enough. Do you guys have to be so anti-Semitic? Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Yeah, we do. I mean, it's kind of, it, it's nature's defense. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it, I don't know. Every time you find a Jew, you find an anti-Semite somewhere. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, uh, back to back. Are we are we done with fear porn? Because I think, yeah, I think I think um, I think a lot of our listeners kind of get the idea that you, while you understand that these things are taking place around you, um, everything is in fact fake and gay. So there is no need to fear, really. Like this. You know, uh, they're not coming down your street with the tank. Even though in Boston, during the Boston Marathon bombing, you know, they had that one street where they where they had five, five MRAPs where they took pictures of 
you know, and that, that, that made it so that the entirety of Boston was shut down with the military. Right. Didn't you see the guy in the wheelchair with his leg blown off and his bones sticking out of his leg? Right. The and, and the guy carrying him laughing, the guy carrying him yeah. laughing. And also with him too, Jeff Bauman, he uh, started making these appearances like a month later. He's at a Bruins game. He's at a Celtics game. And it's like, dude, right. the last place you're going to be is indoors in a crowded sports event. And get blown right. up. Like, <laughs> right. You just got blown up, dude. What is no, you have PTSD. Right. I know people that have actually been blown up like in, yeah. Have you ever seen? Um, have you ever? There's a there's a, a video going around. And it shows the. It's like um, one of those circle proportion meters, <clears throat> where it shows like what proportion of the U.S. military has died via accident, via. Uh, yeah, I, I shared you know, that. You shared that, right? That was a, you just shared that. Okay, it was I, on my channel. Yeah. Okay, I know. I just, I know. I saw it. I didn't know where I saw it because I have so many freaking channels on. But uh, the amount of the amount of people that die in the U.S. military by the U.S. military. Is has been exponentially greater than the amount of U.S. military that have been killed by enemies. All all the deaths were like either killed by U.S. military or killed by accident, accident, or homicide or suicide. suicide. Yeah, <laughs> really like amazing. like the amount of the amount of deaths that were from enemies were like five percent or less at all times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everything else was like suicide was forty percent of deaths at, at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Uh, accidents was always 50% or more. Yeah. Like what kind of accidents? So when, you, when you went into the military, they stuck you with all sorts of shit. Yeah. I had to go through the gauntlet of, uh, yellow fever, typhus or typhoid. I don't remember it. Honestly, I got vaccinated for a lot of shit. Uh, I got the big, they called it the peanut butter shot. It was penicillin. Mm hmm. I've if you were allergic to penicillin, you got to take amoxicillin pills, but you had to take a um, an antibiotic when you got into because you had to make sure you didn't bring any biotics into their military. Um, so yeah, so you you got you went through the gauntlet. You got like eight vaccines. It's pretty shitty. You get sick for like three days. Damn. What do y'all think that's all about? Like really. Um, when I got out of the military, I didn't get sick. I didn't get sick when I was in the military. I never got a cold. I never caught a cold. I never got being around people, being in close proximity to people for very long periods of time. Uh, you would think that even after we've gone through all the germ theory stuff and we, we know about like detoxing and all that, like I never went through detoxing phases. Uh, it I had me- my, yeah, I had like a, a theory that some vaccines are like a forced detox. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why you kind of get sick and then you don't get sick. Right, right. For a while, right. Which is not the same thing as preventing a virus from entering your body and well, um, replicating. Yeah, well, viruses being exomes in the first place. I mean, we don't want to get into that whole thing, but yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I think that. I mean, I don't, I don't know what they've honestly. I don't know what the fuck they vaccinated us with. They could have been they, at that any period in time in boot camp. They could have been testing experimental vaccines for drug companies. Like you have no right. idea. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You know what I mean? What, they're yeah. probably doing. what, a, what a what a pool of people you got. How many thousands of people you can test it on and get? You know, right? That's, every yeah. day, every day you're bringing in new people. There's willing guinea pigs because that's what you became. Yes. Yep. 
Yes, and you signed away your rights to do it. So, I mean, I don't know what kind of cancers I'm going to end up with in my 60s and 70s and whatever because of that, but like hopefully hopefully uh through learning about the metabolic theories of cancer and proper ways to maintain your body's pH and stuff that won't happen. Um yeah, I tell you one thing. If I got cancer, I wouldn't be using the methods that they use to. No, absolutely not. Because normal people. No. At all. If you ever hear about Johnny Monoxide getting cancer, you best believe I am on the strictest of keto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we will starve those those things out. Um, and also, the whole uh, cancer being related to parasites. Um, yep. I am of strongly of the belief that uh, after just just this simple sentence. Uh, the only mammal in Western countries that doesn't get dewormed is the human. Yep. Like, there you go. That's it. The only, the I'm, only I'm mammal. currently doing a deworming protocol right now, which Are is you... just the ivermectin horse paste. I'm just, I'm just taking it twice a day, every day. How is the ivermectin? Um, so I, I'm doing the horse paste one where you just like squeeze like a, like a pencil or exercise under your thumb and you eat it twice a day. Taste is like, I don't know. It's, it's okay. It's just got a little bit of a chemically taste. And I got, um, I haven't noticed like an immediate like change, except that I got way less bloated quickly. And I, my stomach does this weird thing after I take it like this gassy, like weird thing. But uh, I haven't been having like a real strong reaction one way or the other because they, they say that there's something called a Herxheimer response, which is you're supposed to basically get sick, which is the detoxifying process right, right, right. of the worms. But I don't know if it's working or not. I want to I want to know, you know, like I'm, I'm probably going to ask a question in my chat soon and just <laughs> ask other people who've done the protocol. Like, am I supposed to continue taking it for like three months or something or am I done? Ask. Like, <laughs> OK, so in the Paranormies chat, um, Bilbo... Oh, what the fuck's his name? You know what I'm talking about? The he's kind of what the hell is it? Bilbo something in the paranormies chat. He is uh he has got done several cleanses. Uh he's done the wormwood and the uh the other the, the all natural and, and done the ivermectin stuff too. He'd be the guy to ask. Uh and also Battlebot in his chat wouldn't be another one. Yeah, okay. yeah. And of course the parasite pill chat. Are you not yeah. in the parasite pill? I'm not in the chat. Well, there's it's, it's probably still attached to the channel. I tried um, the turpentine, but dude, like after um, I tr- I tried the turpentine once, like for real, and I, I got three days in, and my urethra started burning like I had the worst bladder infection you can imagine, and it was like constant, and it was insane, just insane burning all the time Stop. in my urethra. Really, it was horrible. Ah. And so I just, yeah, so ah, I had to stop that. Damn it, and then. And then, so then later I was like, okay, it's been, you know, a couple months. I'm going to try again. Took right. it one day, immediate urethra burning. So oh, fuck turpentine. Okay. Sorry. So did you, well, I mean, you didn't buy it from like Ace Hardware, right? No, no. It's a, it's oh, the I, pure pine gum spirits. I know. I'm joking. Okay. So you got the yeah. pine gum spirits and did the whole thing on yeah. the sugar cube and blah, blah, blah. The own bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. And, and I see, I'm not a big fan of the urethra burning thing. No, me neither. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm gonna take your advice and not do the turpentine. Uh, I have, I have the wormwood. I have wormwood. I have the bentonite clay. I have uh, the other. I forgot what the other stuff is. Uh, The diatomaceous earth. I'll do that every now and then and clean out. Um, I have not done the ivermectin. 
uh, all of a sudden just talking about that, I got gassy. Like the worms are talking to me. I'm kidding. Well, like um, just, I just figured, I just figured like ivermectin, if that works, that's the easiest way to do it. It's just yeah. like take a medicine for yeah. deworming. So, well, I mean, you know, it's funny. You know, it's funny about the, the parasite thing is uh, when you talk to people about it, and I mentioned that to people, I was like, well, that's, you know, honestly, because I mean, the more I think about it, the more that I think that that's, that's probably what the trend, what, what is telling people to cut their dicks off and stuff. It's the, it's the parasites, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's actually in their brain. The to- like, if toxoplasmosis is real, then the, there are more parasites inside of people telling them to do other things. So, yep. um, I like, have you heard the, they're like, look, dude, you want, you want to see a freak show? Take one of those, uh, those, those tranny reading hour trannies and force tie it to a chair, pull its pants down, tie it to a chair and force feed it ivermectin for an hour. <laughs> like, and you'll see the fucking, you'll see some, don't talk about nightmares, but, uh, yeah, yeah right. But uh, an exorcism. Oh, oh my god! Holy fuck! This conversation went south. <laughs> well, yeah. Welcome to the paranormies, Brian. Uh, <laughs> it's well, like I don't know. We are we are the only species of mammal in the West that doesn't that doesn't you know deworm itself. Uh, yeah. And and when you bring this up to people and they're like, oh god, that's good, and then you're like, do you watch Futurama? They're like, yeah, I love that show. I'm like, you remember the egg salad sandwich and the. Like, yeah. And I'm like, what happened? Well, there were worms inside of it and it turned them into I mean oh wait. Mm. Like what? Like, yeah, there were worms inside the sandwich and it got inside of Fry and it turned him, made him do things, and the worms were controlling him from inside. And we talk about like candidia. Like we we talk about like fungal overgrowth in our in our guts and stuff. Like like this is like real things that like natural health people talk about, right? And yep. wa- ways of our good gut ba- health and bad gut health and blah blah. We have we have um what is it? It's like a it's like a biosphere in our own in our guts there. Right. And well, I mean, if there's if there's good bacteria and bad bacteria, then there's a parasitical bacteria. And and, then, you know, uh, then we get back into the parasites being the voices and the demons. Right. (laughs) And Brian's like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm following. I'm following just the pot where you were like tying a tranny to the tree and feeding it ivermectin and watching the free show. Oh, I mean, come on though, dude. Like, could you imagine? Like, no. I, like, would it be? Would it be like a? Would it be like a nine-headed hydra? Hydra just like, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Was that was, was corpse? Did corpse grinder just show up? I'm sorry. No, we didn't have a cannibal corpse show. Show. Sorry, that was me. Um, but yeah, man. Um, we have we have gone down the. Par- we, I don't think we've done an entire episode on the parasite pill, but um, I'm actually enjoying listening because like this is something I have to focus more on myself and learn more. So oh, dude, you talk about good things for your body is very actually good for me to listen to because it's something. Uh, you know, we all slack in certain things, mm. and uh, I haven't taken care of my health in the way that I should. So I got to stop working on that. That is something that that is something that my dad didn't do. My father was. Ugh, I love my dad to death, but my father was not healthy at all. He died. He had he had strokes, uh, and he he had diabetes. He lost he lost a toe, and then lost a foot to diabetes. Which is which means that you're not maintaining yourself properly. Uh, diabetes is manageable, and and he didn't. So it's sad. I love my dad, but it's sad he didn't take care of himself. Uh, I plan on living a lot longer than he did by managing my health a lot more. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, dude, there's a lot to it, man. And there's a lot of stuff that you can do to fix yourself. Your body is an amazing machine. It is a self-healing machine. I found out stuff like my bad knees. I've been working on my bad knees uh, and my bad knees are starting to no longer be bad knees. It's amazing. Like the, your body can heal itself over the age of 40. You know, like you yeah, can I have still so do many. Ones. I was yeah. just literally last night, I was just saying this to people in my chat that I have, I used to be plagued with injuries in my late 30, mid to late 30s, and then into my early, early 40s. And then the last few years, because I've been working on this, that, and the other, zero injuries, none, zero. I feel great. I mean, no problems whatsoever. I'm 40, about to turn 48 years old next month. Yes, I get it. The only thing I have issues with is the um, electrician's problem of carpal tunnel. And there's nothing I can really do about that. But uh, there aren't, well, there are exercises for that even that you could work on to do that. Yeah, I would yeah. say there's got to be exercises for that. Right. And there's, but they that's are, the thing. Massage. Your body, yeah, she has to massage. Your, but your body no. being a self healing machine is a truth. Like that is something that is true. You don't need the modern medical system to put you on on uh, on uh, everything. Yeah, I'm trying. Well, the word I'm trying to petroleum. Excuse me. Yes, petroleum based you oh, know, yeah. pharmaceuticals. That was the word I was looking for. Everything is right. petroleum based pharmaceuticals, and get you into the system of you know. When you explain to people how their dad had strokes because they were on statins for their high blood pressure and statins eat cholesterol, and your brain is a computer made of cholesterol, and the statins that your father was taking for his blood pressure actually ate his brain. Uh, when he could have managed his blood pressure by just eating properly and, you know, walking. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the things that, you, things that you could do to have your body fix itself. Your body fixes itself. You don't need to take it to the mechanic. You know, doctors used to come to you. Doctors used to come to your house and it was only when somebody was deathly ill or there was something broken or there was a bullet hole or something, you know, doctors. Now it's a massive, now it's a massive industry. Yes. So, it's, it's probably. one, of, it's probably, probably one of the top five industries in the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Industry. yeah. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, we, we took away I and mean, we took away all the natural stuff. We take the human body off the natural clock. You know, by in, in taking us off the moon, putting us on the Julian calendar and putting us on a watch. Uh, and daylight, daylight savings. Saving, daylight savings, time. not savings. What have you seen the statistics of like heart attacks and heart disease or whatever it is? I think it's heart attacks that happen uh, when uh, daylight savings time, the fallback and the, the leap forward thing happens. Oh, really? No, yeah, I haven't seen Yeah, it. there's a thing that, like, I, dude, you should check that out. Because it fucks with your sleep and people's alarms will give you... How many times have you had a heart attack, your alarm went off? <laughs> you're like, oh, Jesus Christ, it's six o'clock. Okay, I gotta get up, right? Because you're in yeah. the middle of some fucking super deep REM sleep dream. And all of a sudden, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's yeah. right, but now you, but you had to change it yesterday because today is daylight savings time and you lost, a, you know, you, you, you leap forward and you lost an hour of sleep for some reason, leaping forward, loses an hour. I don't get that. The math is backwards. Anyways, that's another one of those inversion magic things. I swear to God. But, um, yeah, it causes, it causes, our heart, causes heart problems. The Mandela effect is pointing out lies in this matrix. Like I said, yes. the one, right? And that's why it, it had a Mandela effect. And daylight savings might be daylight saving now to bring attention to it being another lie. You know, daylight saving. Wait a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. There's a there's a there's a daylight savings Mandela. 
Oh, you didn't know this? No. There's no S now. It's, it's never exi- it's never existed, even though you've been talking about it for five minutes. It's daylight savings, dude. Shut up. It is daylight savings. No, it's daylight type, type saving it in, time type, now. Type it, in, type it in Google right now. Nah, I know. It's going to be. It's going to be. Hey, let me type this shit. <laughs> let me type this shit in Google. Hold on. Daylight. I thought you definitely knew by the way Skull held the S when he said it, and then you rolled with it. Like, I thought you were playing yeah. along. <laughs> oh no i was like uh, uh, bro if i'm talking i'm trying to make sure i get it in because i get rolled over on my show so often that i gotta make sure i get everything out. it's a saving what the fuck i know this is bullshit it's Dude, not it's, that one's been around for a few years now and every time we bring it up every year i think people are going to catch on and start saying saving but they don't everybody still says savings savings yeah. with the s everybody said savings oh, I mean, i'm not going to start like saying saving it sounds weird it sounds weird it, man I, I would struggle to do that how long yeah. has this been a thing brian sorry well, i gotta that, just say it yeah, that change is at least four or five years old. Is it really? Older. Okay, okay. The one that got me the most recently was Hello, Clarice. Oh, really? That's new to you? No, it's not That's new. A- well, kind of a little bit. I'm not the Mandela guy. Like, I yeah. while I enjoy the Mandela stuff when Skull puts it up, I am. I mean, I'm on board. I'm on board 100 percent with with you guys and the Mandela, the theory behind Mandela, and all that. I I agree. Um. I just don't catch them all. Yeah, you just don't catch nearly the amount because you're not all into it like we are. Yeah, as I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm into a lot of other things. Uh, but but that, and that's cool. You can only be into so many things, right? When you have kids, exactly. Yeah, we, can, we can't. We can't all job. specialize in everything. Yes, we can't yes, all specialize yes. in everything. Yes, I try. I do, I do my best. I do my best to know a little bit about everything because I do run the show here. You know, and I got to have a little bit of knowledge of everything. But uh, I don't specialize. But yeah, okay. So when Hello Clarice, and I'm like bullshit because. My buddy's girlfriend's name was Clarice, and we answered the phone. Hello, Clarice. Every time she <laughs> called, every time she called the apartment, every time we, we answered the phone like that because we had caller ID and we knew who it was. Like, you you only did that because you were falling for Brian Stavely's psyop back in the past. Yes, yes, I was falling for Brian Stavely's psyop back then. When when yes, this bullshit, dude. I was so mad when I found out about them. That's such bullshit. Like the girl that got the part. In the new show about Agent Starling, right? They she called her and they answered the phone and she said, and she said they said hello, Clarice. Why would they have said that? I can show you for residue. Never mind all the parodies and everything. Obviously, that we know are going to be out there, and they are. Sure. Um, I can show you uh, footage of the guy that wrote the script talking about how he wrote that into the script, and then when uh, what's his face. Hopkins uh, went in it. and did yeah. the audition for it, and he said, hello, Curry's, how they knew right away. And they that were specifically yes. talking about that one scene. Yes. There's no mixing it up with the sequel or anything. Yes. Denied, yes. Say. When the writer, the director of the, they were like, when, when Anthony said, hello, Clarice, we knew we had our Dr. Lecter. Oh, dude, you, you've seen this clip then spot on. You got it memorized. Yeah, absolutely, dude. When yeah. I, oh, this is my, this is, okay, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. I love that movie. It's like, it's such a yeah. great cycle. It's one of the last great horror movies. There's, there mm-hmm. hasn't been a really great horror movie, really. Like horror that made you, that gripped you and made you frightened and like grossed out and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because everything's mm-hmm. a jump scare and gore nowadays. There's no yeah. real deep psychological horror anymore. 
But that was one of the last good ones. Anyway, so I love that movie. And I, I went on a date. Like, I went on dates to that fucking movie back when it came out, right? So it's got, like, it's got like deep emotional attachment for me. When they did that, I was mad, man. So I did my research. And I'm like, no, no, they, the director, the writer, there's so much residue about this. You guys can't take this away. Fuck you. But no, they're doing it. They're, the, the internet's doing it anyways. No, well, it's not just the internet, though, because anybody that owns a copy can put it in. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. I can put it in, and there it is on your DVD. It's, 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 it's good afternoon, Agent Starling. So, yeah. <sighs> That's not what he said. So what the fuck is this place? How can this be possible? Right. Exactly, Ryan. Exactly. And how, what the it's, fuck is this place? happening. Right. Whether it triggers people listening to this or not, the Mandela effect is very real. And there's mm-hmm. too many real examples. Sure, there's bad ones out there. There's bad proofs for any topic out there. But there's too many real examples. This is definitely taking place. And when I bring this up to people, uh, and I used to take a lot of time pointing out different truthers and stuff and the Mandela effects coming out just to show them, like, you're affected too. It's had basically no effect on these people. They just want to be complete... Uh, zombies to their paradigm you know even even mm-hmm. the people that realize all this stuff is fake or they realize flat earth and these things they can't take it to this level and it's really crazy because uh you know during my journey of truth some of the most important lessons i've learned is to trust myself trust my experiences trust what i have observed uh, and trust my senses and then when it comes to this people want to throw all that out everybody that denies the mandela effect actually remembers the fruit of the loom having a cornucopia yes they do you know yeah. there's, there's they, no way they, they have don't. the same memory as us it's not like they're standing on the outside looking in thinking those people are just crazy and i don't have that experience you have the same experience for us stop being married to the reality because you think you understand it it obviously goes deeper and guess what it's going to go beyond the mandela effect as well but this is where we're at right now this shit's fucking deep, but it's definitely happening. You remember the cornucopia? Well, now you cannot find even an old t-shirt underwear that might be in a bag you had packed in your attic somewhere for years with the cornucopia on the fruit of loom. I wouldn't have oh. even known what the cornucopia was if it wasn't for that, dude. Right. right. I, I had a good uh, response to that one time uh, recently, actually, when someone we were talking about that in my chat and people were like, oh, well, you just don't remember because they changed the logo and they, you know, the first the logo change is is uh, documented in Logopedia, and you can look, and there was never a cornucopia on the logo. But also, all these people are like, "Well, you know, it's just a psyop because you know they just they change it, and it's an internet psyop." And I said, "Okay, well, if that's the case, then you should be able to find hundreds or thousands of examples of shirts and underwear and uh, <laughs> those kinds of things with the tag with the cornucopia on eBay. Those would be a hot commodity." You'd be able to get a lot of money for that since there's a side going on where they're saying that there was no cornucopia logo ever, but you could have this rare item that you could sell. Well, if you go to eBay and you look up the cornucopia logo for the loom. Now, if I go to eBay and I look up underoos, yeah. there's tons of underoos. I can get vintage underoos out the wazoo. I can get any vintage underoos from the 1980s that I want, but you cannot get any vintage cornucopia logo for the loom items on eBay at all. So why not? Where are they? Where is everything? And this, the other thing is like, here's something I notice about the Mandela deniers is they'll deny left and right. And they'll say, well, it's a memory thing. You just misremembering there. I have an, I have a, uh, an explanation, which always involves the actual history of the thing. Well, it's like, well, here's the translation right here. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Well, that's because the thing has changed from the point of origin, but the problem is two problems. First, we all remember the same thing. And second, the residue reflects our memory. So 
even if you say it's just let's let's say we're all wrong and it's our memories that have been changed then there's an effect and it's somehow a memory effect and all of our memories have been like added like a like a new software has been downloaded into all of our memories and we have this new memory but the actual reality is the, a different thing that in itself would be an amazing phenomenon but there's residue and the residue reflects the old memories and and, and not just a little not just a little bit of residue i won't even call something a mandela effect unless there's insane right it's everything dude because that's what the fucking reality was man yeah <laughs> that's the same reason i rule out some of the theories too but yeah let's stay on the deniers for a minute because uh i think it's completely ridiculous and i i'll say i'll say it every show if i have to and i don't give a fuck who i trigger i think eight out of the ten of these uh truth truth seekers supposedly and people that make content but have been against the mandela effect and denied i think eight out of ten of them know that it's real hmm. uh and out of that eight there's different reasons why they lie about it some people because they they're so indoctrinated into what they believe and it goes against it that they're gonna they're gonna lie about it and they're gonna be triggered uh and i think a lot of people think that they've reached some sort of you know high horse of truth and they don't want to be knocked back off their pedestal or something and a lot of people they think they might lose followers or whatever and they're just in this for money that, i mean there's a lot of reasons that, that go into it you know and of course the people that you know want to protect their religion and they say that god's word can't change which i'd like to talk about for a minute because first of all god didn't sit down and write the fucking bible with a fountain pen right. um, sec but second of all let's play along okay let's say you think god wrote it or you think ai wrote it or you think a bear wrote it or a robot whatever you think wrote the bible uh it's precious to you the whole thing right i'm dealing with the reality of the situation so whether god wrote it or not and whether men changed it over time or not and of course people change these things over time um the words that are on the pages that have been sitting in your house out of Bible verses that you read out of your own mouth are different than what they were. That's the reality of the situation. So I don't give a fuck what you believe. This is happening. 100%. Everybody knows it's mirror, mirror on the wall. I could lock 100 people in a grocery store and say, what did the, the queen say in the mirror in Snow White? Probably right. 100 of them, if not 99. I'm still going to say mirror, mirror, even though it changed years ago to magic mirror. Yep. And I could do this down the line with a huge portion of Mandela effects. Um, I, you know, I mean, DEA, what's the DEA stand for? I could ask 100 people that, you know, they're all going to say drug enforcement agency. And of course, they're all going to be wrong. We could do this all fucking day long you look stupid when you deny that this is taking place and the other thing is you talked about hello clarice johnny and you we talked about fruit of the loom and i'm talking about mirror mirror um you know i'm not saying there's a fucking mandela effect in my uncle's graduation video we're talking about the biggest things that everybody might actually have to check like your bible like your star wars movie pop it in and check you can validate whether we're bullshitting you or not <laughs> right yeah, yeah. Pop it in. Leg, there's so much residue for C-3PO's leg, and you think that they got all the wires in his stomach correct, and all the little tubes and all the little buttons on his chest right, but they just forgot to paint his whole fucking leg gold. It's ridiculous. And did you see the video that Hazel Five put out today? No. Dude, Darth Vader. He has the bridge of his nose. The bridge of his nose. And we've already been looking at this motherfucker of incremental changes. Mm -hmm. Just like the thinker statue, the bridge of Darth Vader's nose has this all this silver on it now. Not just the button of the nose, the bridge of the nose. I'll bring it up oh, on the screen. Dude, 
not even close to all black. Wait, do you see this? Oh my god, dude! Really? I'm going to screen share with you guys. All right. Uh, says uh, you disabled uh, participant screen sharing, Johnny. Oh, hang on a second. Um... And you need us to say. I mean, I've watched Star Wars 200 times. He's had Mandela effects to him. So have C3PO and these other characters. We look at this. I want to ask my my kid after we get off the phone because it's my favorite. It's his favorite character in the world. Yep. Okay, go ahead. All right. Let me see. Look at this. You see it? Mm-hmm. Wow. What is going on there? He never had this silver thing on his nose. What the fuck is that? What is that? And this, it and looks this like, is not a re- redesign. It it's, like a- yeah, I, this, this screenshot isn't just from that guy's video. I put in my original trilogy. I have three different versions of the original trilogy, and I checked uh, Star Wars A New Hope and Return of the Jedi, and he looks like this in both of them, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just I found a... Here, I'm going to drop one in our chat and see if Johnny can... I found a really good one. Hold on. How do I save it? I'm going to end my screen share so you guys can take it. Well, I'm going to give one to Johnny real quick. I found a really. So we're talking movie. about the. We're literally talking about like the most popular movies of all time. I mean, Star Wars, Wizard of Oz. These movies are littered right. with Mandela effects, and they're literally oh, yeah. like the two biggest movies ever. I oh, mean, yeah. they're they're gonna yeah. be up there in top yeah. top three or five, you know. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I mean, and they, and they gonna, do that. Uh, they do I'm that, just, and they make you think that you're oh. you're crazy for noticing it. And and why? How do you even notice that, man? What do you even mean? Why? Why would you notice that? Why? People well, it's kind of like it's yeah. It, it, it a lot of it's I think is meant to be done. So like we notice it, but it's enough where people be like, eh. eh. But then there's the big ones, you know, like South America, the airplane right. engine. You know? right. Like how do people not notice? Like, well, Hold how on. do they not get amazed when you bring it up to them? What about an airplane engine? You don't know about this. What about that? Not using fuel, but not using. Oh fuel? no. Oh no no! I'll have to show you in a minute. But um, do you going to show something skull first? Don't tell him yet, and I'll I'll bring up. I, I just dropped it in our chat, Johnny. Okay. The what? picture. Oh man, he's in. He's in for a treat what? in a minute. What did I? What did I miss? <laughs> How do I miss yeah. all this stuff, man? The airplane engines is crazy, man. <laughs> our chat, where? Where'd you drop it? The regular uh, prep chat. No, you didn't. All I see is all I see is. What? What the Darth Vader thing? Yeah, yeah. I just said you can see the nose, the bridge of the nose thing really well. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's. Oh, that's the that's the airplane engine thing. No, what's what's the airplane engine thing that Brian's talking about? I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you here. So okay, I want you to picture a commercial airliner like a seven fifty seven, seven sixty seven, seven. You know, one you would take a flight across the country or whatever. Sure, sure. Right now, I want you to uh, tell me. Where the jet, where the engines would be in relation to the wing? They're on the underside of the wing. Uh, and where about, where, whereabouts on the wing? Uh, like position. Not just give me, be, be a little more descriptive than just under. Under the wing, about halfway down. Okay. So I'm going to show you a picture that is from a video game. So um, this obviously would be able to remain as residue as it's not a real photograph, but it's right. a pretty nice graphic that, uh, that uh, you know, that they, they made for the game. Sure. It's a PlayStation game. I think it's called like Just Cause 2 or Just Cause 4. Mm-hmm. You see this? Is this kind of like what you remember? Yeah, exactly. All right, I'm going to show you Yeah, a sometimes more. there's two of them. You know what I mean? Sometimes there's yeah. two engines. Yeah. 
Yeah, and sometimes they might even have one on the back fin if it's a fancier jet or whatever. But yeah, yeah, this yeah. is what this is what this looks normal to me. This is normal. This normal. Sure, sure. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Now yep. I'm going to show you what commercial airliners look like now. Other than this one Boeing seven three seven exception, all the other ones seven four seven seven five seven seven six seven seven seven. All okay, the ones so my all- my job site has airplanes that fly over it pretty low because we're near an airport. I'm going to look. Oh, dude, I can't wait. Okay, so now I'm going to show you what these. I'm going to show you what these motherfuckers actually look like now in this reality. Look at the what? engine, bro. What? The, what? What? <laughs> wait, how? They're all listen. They're so all gay. mounted like that. Now, when you look, it's going to look like they're hanging off the front of the wings. It doesn't matter how old they are. You know how this game goes. And yes. even if you took pictures in front of these five years ago, ten years ago, twenty years ago, as they're on a tarmac behind you, this the engines look like that. Is off the fucking stupid. <laughs> look at that one. Every company, they're all like this. What? You gotta be shit. What? No. Yeah. No, no. And even the airplane looks different itself. The airplane itself looks more like fake, like it's AI. The airplane, the whole picture looks AI to me on this US Air. Yeah, yeah. And you know? in, 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 even if people aren't really following, uh, I'm telling them to do their own. Just yes. go look at a fucking airplane. You'll yeah, see. I'm not. Full- actually, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, Brian, I didn't. I didn't do any video recording of this, so it's just audio. This is just. This is just for us. I will post these. You know what I'll do? I'm gonna post a picture of. I'll make. I'll make like a, the U.S. airplane, like the 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 show cool. art post for this episode. <laughs> It'll yeah, be like Darth good, Vader's yeah. Darth Vader's yeah, yeah. nose riding on an airplane with the fucking. Wing. This is stupid. Okay, this is not even like that. Doesn't even look like the physics of that would work for the plane. You know what I mean? Not yeah, at it's all. Like the flimsy little aluminum wing, and then they've got this big, giant, massive turbine attached way in the in front. The front. Of it. Like the weight distribution of that would be ridiculous. Right. It'd be torquing. Right. It would be torquing that that wing. That wing would be constantly torquing down towards the earth. But they've always been made like that now. Right. That's the crazy. Oh my god. Part. So people are always like, "Oh, well, why is it just like uh, commercials and dashes and Kit Kats and stuff?" And it's like, no, no. There's major changes. That's dude, the Brian, land dude. masses of the earth are in the wrong place. Yeah, dude. your kidneys. Right. Your, your kidneys. The one that really got me. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say is uh, the bone behind the eyes. Now, yeah. I finally went and looked yesterday at a picture uh, at photographs of skulls. Yeah. And it's just, you know, how there used to be two holes in a skull's head. Mm-hmm. Now they're just these tiny little, a tiny little um, crevice behind the eye. And the rest of it's just bone. And if you look up on Google, like remember all the old heavy metal albums that used to have the snake crawling through the skull? Totally impossible now. Right. Like it couldn't happen. A snake could not get through it. A worm could get through it. That's it, though. Maybe. Look look at pictures of skulls now. It's so insane, dude. There's just like a it's like a, remember Goonies where they took Peg or what was his name? Um, the, the, the pirate guy that they went and found his gold. And they remove the eye patch, and it's just like a like a like a smooth like indention. That's pretty much what skulls look like now. Like that's not new. That's not even weird in the Goonies anymore because the skull looks like that when it's just got this little bitty crevice in there. There's a big plate of bone behind the eyes now. So strange. Weird. 
It's just so yeah. odd. So the reason, reason being is what? Just to fuck with everybody, Brian? Oh no! Come on. I mean, <laughs> if our anatomy is changing, which I oh no, totally our anatomy's like that whole thing. It's just it's just that's, more evidence of simulation, right? Oh, well, I mean, you could look at it that way, but I would look at it as more evidence of creation. Like, so that could be simulation. I mean, it could both, also. I think they both. Yeah, I think they both go together. Divine, yeah. a divine yeah. thing, or whatever, a divine force, whatever created this place. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you know, when you look at a lot of Mandela effects. It's like, well, that sucks. You know, this line doesn't have the right punch anymore. You know, hello, Clarice is good morning, you know, for example, or whatever the fuck he says now. Um, So people, but I think that a lot of that is to show you to not idolize this material world and these material things. But then it's like, you got these anatomy changes and landmass changes. I think there's definitely a lot of meaning behind that. And the anatomy changes, unlike a lot of Mandela effects, which feel like negative, not negative in like a harmful way, but like I said, uh, you know, people's favorite things changing or whatever, um, or neutral. They all seem like upgrades. Uh, the heart being more centered, the the kidneys are now up higher in the back, and they're protected by the back of the rib cage. They're no longer exposed in the lower back, and now these sockets behind your eyes. You also have these little holes that are in your skull now that seem like maybe could be to relieve pressure. So it seems like our body's being upgraded. And also, uh, when COVID rolled out, you know what do we all say? What's going to happen? These people suffocating themselves. You know what type of adverse effects is that going to have on them? Are they going to? This is nasty with their nasty mask. They're going to get sick, and all of a sudden, uh, a few months into COVID, scientists and doctors uh, announced that for the first time ever, now they discovered these two half inch, which is very large. Okay, two half inch glands they just discovered in the back of the throat to prevent against bacterial infection. Hold on, so an they, hour in the back of our throat. Yeah, you have these two glands now that they all of a sudden scientists allegedly just discovered uh, hmm. in the back of our throat a few years into COVID that are there to protect uh, you from bacterial infection. So I think the creator stepped in to save these people. I have a video on that. It's on my short list. Wild. It's crazy. So it's, this is this is huge, dude. That's why I can't uh, believe that people deny this. Even if it, like, it's not your favorite topic, Johnny, but you don't oh, deny no. it. You know? No, I don't uh, deny it. No, it's, it's just, it, it, it's not that it's not my favorite topic. I, I love the topic. I am, I am, I am. My problem is Brian, that I'm equally interested in every topic that we yeah, have. Yeah, no, I'm, I, yeah. And do you good. understand? I'm have you seen that. my channel? Have you seen our channel? Like the stuff we talk about and the yeah. amount, the amount of media that I must consume I'm oh, surprised. Yeah. See, I don't believe that Skull actually watches the stuff that he posts and all of the media that he watches for quote truth drops and like bro, you you can't possibly have a job. Unless you're I, watching I, you're doing media. <laughs> you're doing media at your job, aren't you? My, my point is I don't know how people that have been in these circles can deny this. So that's oh, what I'm yeah, saying. Absolutely, man. It, even though it isn't your favorite. These people deny it. They're triggered by it. They act like I'm some sort of fool when in reality I'm like way past where they're at. You know, yeah. they're not the observant ones. We're the observant ones. We're the honest ones. And we're the ones trying to really fucking figure out what the fuck this place is, dude. Mm-hmm. And they're all affected. Again, everybody that's listening to this, you're highly affected by this. Don't deny it. Don't yeah. deny your own reality because you, you think you know what this place is. Right. And again, it's like uh, the pizza place right nearby where I'm at has a C-3PO and R2-D2. And C-3PO has two gold legs. Yep. And this is just a old piece of art from like this the 80s or whatever, you know. 
this old piece of art they made. It's a, it's a statue of C-3PO. It's about five foot five, five foot six, and a little four foot statue of R2-D2. You know, yeah. why would they have done that if his leg was always if his leg was always where he has two gold legs? I have a book from 1984 mm-hmm. that Ewoks joined the fight made by Kenner, yep. official merchandiser for the uh, Lucas. Well, you know what they said about the statue over here? It was because, well, I mean, they made the statue. They, were, why, they, they didn't have any silver paint handy. Like right. They didn't have any silver paint to paint his leg. I'm like, that, that's <laughs> bullshit. I mean, that's exactly what they said. I'm like, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I got heard silver them, paint I've right heard here. them say that about the figures. I've heard them say that about the figures, dude. I got one here that's 12 inches. It's it's uh, 1997. Yeah. It's representing the original trilogy. The prequels hadn't come out yet. They didn't start coming out until 99. Right. And it shows you that it's from the original trilogy. And, and the thing's 12 inches tall. And it's so intricately detailed that all the wires on his stomach are individually colored. And he has two gold legs. Yeah. So don't tell me they didn't have any silver paint. Go fuck yourself, dude. This is like the gaslighting, dude. The people at the Fruit of the Loom. So they want to deny the Mandela effect. They actually remember the cornucopia like we do, but then they'll turn around and tell us that we're just confusing it with images from Thanksgiving. It's like, you should go fuck yourself, you gaslighting fuck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> pathetic. Oh, man. Pathetic behavior, honestly, dude. It is. Yeah, it, is. It, is. it is. It is. It is. And it's, it's made me legitimately question if they're actually the same as us, if we're, we're all the same type of human if, or if they're human or whatever the fuck we well, are. Well, there's yeah. the whole the concept of uh, self-aware NPCs and um, NPCs that might have been humans at one point. Yeah. You know, got turned oh, table, into. Bro. Yeah. yeah, got turned I mean, what into NPCs. I mean, I mean fact, some of these people are so aggressive. I actually, this is what I think is going on most of the time. I've had some really interesting interactions, and guys, I get so much of this on video. Anybody that doesn't know, check out my channel for it. But I had this interaction with this one guy. He's a piano player, right, at a piano bar. We went to Pensacola, Florida, to visit my buddy Tommy and a few of us, uh, four of us or so. We went out to this bar in Pensacola, piano bar. And after about five minutes, you know, we're waiting for the karaoke to get going across the hall because we were going to go in there and, and sing, like, these songs about COVID being fake and shit, which is what we did. Um, but while we were waiting to go over, the piano guy's playing, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to make this interesting, and I'm going to go drop $5 in the tip cup, and I'm going to ask him to sing the Mr. Rogers song, okay? Because the Mr. Rogers song's Mandela affected, for anybody who doesn't know. Right, uh, right. This neighborhood, this neighborhood. Shut up, it's not. Yeah, I know. So I tried to get the guy to play it, right? And he's like, he looks at it, and he's like, all right. And then he acted like he was going to play it. And then he plays a different song. And then he looks at it again, and he's like, oh, yeah, uh, this one might be really difficult to do. And you can tell he's, like, confused. And he passes it over to his buddy, and his buddy's on a laptop on the other piano. He's got a laptop up there so he can read lyrics of songs while he's going to perform them. And you could see that he's looking at the lyrics because he thought he was just going to play. And you could see the confusion on his face because he's reading it and now says this in the lyrics, right? And they kept making up these excuses about why they weren't going to play it. So hours go by, not hours, but a long time went by, several songs. Mm -hmm. They still didn't play it, and they acted like it was this big, difficult thing to play. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to put another $5 in the cup, and I'm going to ask him to sing Jewel, who will save your soul. Are you aware of this one? Uh Uh-oh. Yes. I am. Well, because it doesn't say – it does once or twice, but throughout most of the song, she says, who will save your souls? Now, with an S, still titled the same, but she says souls throughout almost the whole song. So <clears throat> I get this guy to go up there. I, I get him to uh, to do the um, – he starts to play the Jewel song, 
right? And he's belting it out. Who will save your soul? The old way. But then every once in a while, you, he would look down at the screen. And you could see when he looked down at the screen, he would sing it the new way because of the lyrics now had the S on it. And then when he was done, he like turned to me. He looked at me, pointed at me, and he goes, you're not going to get any salvation in this church. And I'm just like, dude, it looked like he was totally possessed. Um, So what I think is going on is we're always observed in this reality. And I think most of the Mandela effect denial is just cognitive dissonance and whatever. Um, most of what we call the update is, you know, like you tell somebody something and they, they give you the memory and it matches what we remember for the Mandela right. effect. You tell them it's changed. and Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I must have been misremembering. Okay. I can understand how people do that. Like I get it even though it spooks me the fuck out. Mm. But there's another level to it where I think when people are – you're really going to – I think I was really going to get through to this guy because he was all fucked up singing that Jewel song, right? And – um I think when that happened, I think something jumped in him, like a possession almost, and, and to, to block him from seeing this. I kind of speculate that that's what's going on. And then what's interesting, too, is so then we go to the karaoke bar, right? After this hap- this interact, This is all on video. I videotaped the whole thing. You, you can see him doing this to me on the video. It's fucking oh. crazy. You can hear him and everything. Um, I'll, I'll, send, I'll send it to you in chat and Telegram after if you want it. Um, yes. So yes. Then I go yes, across so, the karaoke bar finally. And when I go to the karaoke bar, my buddy Steve stays over in the piano bar. He comes running over and he's like, dude. So that guy got off the stage. These two other guys got up there. And then they ended up singing the Mr. Rogers song because this guy refused to do it, which is crazy, right? What a great song for a piano bar, the Mr. Rogers theme song. Are you kidding me? People would have loved it. He wouldn't do it, dude. Then the two substitute guys that came in just to do like two songs, they did the Mr. Rogers song. And of course, they sang it the old way, and it's on video. <laughs> well, because it's the way it is. It's wrong. The new way is wrong. Totally. Yeah, and and it's it's part of the humiliation ritual as well. There's, I think that's part of it as well. That there's a the bit of humiliation ritual in it that you have to pretend that the emperor is wearing clothes. You know, you have to pretend that that C three PO's leg was always silver. Even though in your head you're like, what the fuck? It was cold. I'm not going to pretend for anybody, and I'm not going to. No, deny I know. My I know. I'm saying that. Like, I, I'm not. You're not. Skull's not. Yeah. You know. But the average. Yeah. You know. But like, that's the yeah. thing. Yeah. Is that? I don't. And I don't want to be like, we've transcended all of that, but we kind of have. Um, I mean, yeah, you I have this whole so... memory about the whole Hello Clarice and why you remember it. It's like people think this is just a memory game, or this had an S, so this had a the before. But we have anchor memories around why we remember these things. Never mind the fact that everybody remembers fucking Hello Clarice, and we can show you the writer and director. You have an anchor memory. You're supposed to throw all that out and just say this isn't happening. Right. Yeah, why you know, the fuck would I? Why the fuck would I believe that Ed McMahon worked for Publishers Clearinghouse and went in a big van? And brought balloons to people's houses and delivered big checks if that never fucking happened. Why would everyone have that memory? Why everyone. is that memory? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a very strange memory to make up. For everyone to have as well. Right. And then for him to do a bunch of appearances on a bunch of different sitcom shows, delivering big giant checks. Doing that exact happened. same thing. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's you guys. For, for the denier. Yes. I, I, I didn't mean to cut you off this call. I hate to, hate to jump in here, but I think everybody's going to have to run here in a few. Yeah, I gotta go. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. So, Brian, Mr. Brian Staley, thank you for coming on again, man. We will get in touch and uh, get with you in the new year, bro. Um, 
we'll have a good time. Uh, Skull, you're going on his show in a couple weeks here on the 17th? Yes, sir. All right. He'll be on the show with uh, Blue Pac-Man and C-3PO's Golden Calf. Brian and me, it's going to be fun. It's going to be really cool. Right yes, on, man. sure. We have a really mm-hmm. deep discussion on reality. And uh, I do all sorts of different shows for people that don't know. I mean, I do my live streams a lot by myself, or I'll bring a guest on and, you know, talk a lot about this stuff. And I take live callers, uh, you know, most shows. But I also interview people. Like, I interviewed Skull, uh, his Awakening interview, which is basically, rather than topic-specific interviews, I like to interview people uh, and get their whole journey from you know, when they were a kid all the way up to now and spend as much time on each topic as they want or whatever. And, and, uh, it's, it's, it's been a great thing to, I think, to share everybody's stories and, and learn from different people and whatnot and introduce a lot of people to each other. And if people are interested in the Mandela effect, I have a couple playlists on my channel. The first playlist is Dose of Reality Show. I have all my videos on that, pretty much the newest ones on the other front. Um, but I do have a two Mandela effect lists. One is a short, it's called my Mandela effect short list. It's 124 videos as of this point. Each one is about a different Mandela effect, and I break it down. And I also have a playlist uh, full of interviews. I have tons of stuff on COVID and 9-11. Of course, it's not allowed on YouTube, but you can find all of that on Odyssey. And I have playlists set up uh, Brian S. Stavely on Odyssey or YouTube or Rockman, Rumble, Twitter, Facebook. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's, Brian is around. He'll be, he's around on all of the things. Yes. Uh, thank you very much, sir. And we'll be talking to you again soon. I promise. All right, man. Thanks for having me on guys. Appreciate it. And, uh, skull, I'll see you in a couple weeks for the round table, brother. Yeah, bro. Looking forward to it. It was a good show today too. Thanks, man. All right, Brian. Yeah. Thanks. And Johnny, Johnny, you owe me one. So you got to come on. In Absolutely. February. Absolutely. I promise. Awesome, dude. All right, man. All right, guys. See you, man. I'll see you later. All right. All right. Later, bro. All right, dude. Brian Stavely again. I love having him on. He was great. Yeah, dude, he's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's that's long enough for everybody. I don't think there's anything else to say other than uh, it was a good one. I'm going to go back and listen to it again because uh, a lot of info, a lot of fun stuff put out tonight. Yeah. Yes. Is that it? Oh, I think Should so. Well, I'm, well, no, well, not yet. I mean, I was, uh, we're gonna have we're gonna have uh, creepy pasta. I definitely will make sure of that. Uh, we'll be live on Pill D Live and Odyssey on Tuesday for the Nationalist Inquirer, and um, yeah, we'll see you all later. I'm trouble makes you gay. January sixth, twenty twenty one, probably one of America's darkest days. If you haven't heard, on January sixth. A mob of people broke into the U.S. Capitol building in an attempt to stop the confirmation of the 2020 election. This, in and of itself, is a horrifying concept, especially for Americans, since we pride ourselves on stability within the nation. But something was unleashed that day, something that should have never been used. Let me start with an introduction. I won't say my name, for fear of serious repercussions, but all you need to know is I'm a security guard within the CIA. It's honestly been pretty boring most of the time. For six years, all I did was shuffle around files all day. But a few years back, I was assigned to a special detachment that oversaw the safety of government officials in Washington, DC. It was definitely a setup. I'd be getting better pay and doing something slightly more interesting. A lot of the job was wargaming and preparations. We wanted to be prepared for anything, and despite what it may have looked like, we were. 
For weeks in advance before the big riot, we expected something of that magnitude. However, we were caught off guard when the mob entered the Capitol building itself. I was in the building at the time. To oversee the security detail and provide information to my superior at headquarters. When shit hit the fan, I suggested we initiate a certain protocol that would unleash something called Agent Rex. Agent Rex is a new chemical weapon that we have been testing on animals in the recent years. It tranquilizes the animal and it collapses, and it wakes up a few hours later unharmed. It had never been tested on humans yet, but January 6th forced our hand. The protocol called for Agent Rex to be released via air ducts into the Capitol building and incapacitate the attackers. Things were looking grim and the Pentagon was dragging their feet on sending the military, so the boss gave it the okay. As I said earlier, a lot of my job was wargaming nightmare scenarios, so we had tanks of Agent Rex in the Capitol building in case violence ever occurred. We didn't expect to have to use it though. It was only supposed to be a contingency plan. Anyways, to release the Agent Rex, all I had to do was press a button that would activate the machines in the vents, which would then pump the gas throughout the building. In theory, everyone in the building should have just fainted once the gas overtook them. No one would get hurt, but that's not what happened. Agent Rex can't be seen, but it does have a faint smell, like ammonia, sort of. I don't know exactly how to describe it, but it was barely detectable. The gas didn't knock anyone out, though. All it did was create slight nausea, at least at first anyway. Eventually the National Guard came and the building was cleared of any threats, but Agent Rex was considered a complete failure. However, we began noticing some odd behaviors in some of the rioters who were exposed to Agent Rex. First was the shaking. They would always be trembling or shivering. After the shaking came, after the shaking came the rash. A big ugly purple rash would appear somewhere on their body and they would begin to itch it like crazy. Finally, we believe it caused hallucinations. These effects all happen in a matter of hours for some, but for others, it happened over the course of days. Many weren't affected at all. It seems Agent Rex affects everyone differently, but something that caught me off guard was that everyone who was affected seemed to have the same hallucinations. They would speak of yellow smiles. I don't know what the fuck that means, but they would keep saying things like, the yellow smiles always watch, or the yellow smiles have always been here, we just can see them now. Many of those suffering from the hallucinations then become very aggressive and fearful. They scream about how the yellow smiles own the world and that everyone will die. We've had to put a great many under restraint because of their tendency to lash out at others and bang their heads on walls repeatedly. When confronted about why they bang their heads on the wall, they always say the same thing to get the smile on my face. We've had to cover up a lot of this stuff over the past few weeks, but I don't know if we can keep it up. Many politicians were exposed to Agent Rex as well. Already, a few have fallen victim to its effects. Thankfully, we have them in custody and replaced them with crisis actor body doubles. We are currently in the process of trying to reverse the effects of Agent Rex, but with no luck. A few of the victims of Agent Rex even died, and all in the same way, cardiac arrest. Their bodies always had streams of blood coming from their eyes and a smile plastered on their face. I shouldn't be telling anyone about this, but I need to get the word out. What I've said may already seem horrifying enough, but doctors now say that interacting with bodies who died of Agent Rex symptoms can cause the same effects to occur within others. 
You need to stay away from anyone you see who has blood coming from their eyes and is smiling. I have had a lot of difficulty typing this. It took me hours. I don't know why, but I can't stop my hands from shaking.